0: Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And I tell you what, after that little post-Super Bowl, we had a couple of weeks off, man. It's been very nice. A little, little chill time. With March Madness cranking back up, though, it's time for us to, you know, settle back into the basement, little Skype sports brew action, and start cranking this stuff back up for good times, good measures, good laughs, and obviously we have a, a lot of material uh, over the past couple of months, so we'll we'll have some favorites, some moments we hated, some moments we loved, and we'll certainly, yeah, you know, just try to have a little fun and catch up, and you know, dip our toes back into water, and uh, just get ready for uh, all of the madness and all the bracketology and the bracket fails that are forthcoming. Rest assured, <laughs> it, rest assured, somebody's bracket's gonna be ugly, probably all of them, <laughs> but that's half the fun, man. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know where we're going to start, gentlemen. I really don't. So let's just go ahead and get everybody up in this piece just for good measure. Just for good measure. And you know what? Since I've got the song right here, man, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, hit this first, man. Woo! Oh, Randy Giggity Giles. What's going on, brother?
1: Uh, not much, man. Just uh, adjusting to the move, uh, having to deal with. A lot of BS, you know, having the car battery die and then having the washer break down. Three out of the first four nights we're in this
0: damn piece. So, right, then, or, quick, quick, yeah. critical question: Had you gotten What's your that? had you gotten your tax return yet? No. Oh, I was gonna say because you know, like weird problems always. You get you, you know how that works, like. Your car needs work or whatever like you get your tax money and then like boom, boom 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 like four or five crappy things happen you're like seriously I just got my tax return I was going back out what the hell <laughs> no, here's the
1: funny part they say every bad things happen in threes well over the weekend three thing happened some dude hit us in, in a bicycle literally he went flying through a parking lot what? And apparently the wind hit him just right and he slammed into the side of the car. Big scratch on the side of the car too.
0: Boo! Jesus! Well, hey, to, bad to,
1: things happen in threes. Guess what? Yeah. There's all three
0: right there. Well, to be fair, there were some pretty righteous windstorms uh, down in the RVA the other week. I mean, uh, our flagpole in front of the house actually got snapped in half. I was like, damn, yo! Hey. Yeah, it took the UVA flag out. So something that, you know, look, the windstorm. Is that, is that your sign? Yeah, well, we'll see. The windstorm did what Louisville could not, and that was finished. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was finished that, finished that flag off, dude. Uh, actually, I mean, the flag's been up in the house for a while, man. I hadn't rotated flags in forever, and it ended up tearing, So I'm like, well, we're just going to have to get a new flag. So, flag pole done, UVA flag done, and hopefully that is not an omen. Because, you know, for a while we had that running gag with the captain's curse. Depending on what flag I had up on the house, <coughs> so we'll see uh u v a apparently at least through the regular season at this point has been relatively immune to that and and they 're a good story man i I think they're going to be a an interesting one to follow. I just hope their offense does not let them down and when I say the turn when we talk about the tournament here, I know that we have a lot of conference tournaments going on, um but really, our main focus obviously is is the big bracket and you know, the true March Madness, the big tourney, not to discount conference championships. there are There's plenty of fun to be had there, and that's going to help some teams find their way in uh, and perhaps a few teams uh, play their way out. Uh, speaking of teams that uh, may be playing their way out, uh, Randy, how's that uh, Syracuse-UNC game uh, looking for you, buddy? yeah, yeah. he's down by 16 <laughs> at the moment and yeah. it here we come woo! Hey, woo! well that's still better than what's the other one Shannon? the cba or the cbi oh
2: yeah the cbi yeah
0: there you go look when you can't even get the initials of some random tournament right you know it's low on the totem pole the cba is a collective bargaining agreement <laughs> that's a bad, that's a bad sign man that's a bad sign Oh, uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah, hopefully you guys get your washing machine. So uh, I don't know if you got it fixed already, but I hope that's all squared <laughs> away, man.
2: Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Justin. Yeah. I-, I think we have actual video of Penny meeting with the uh, owners oh. regarding the washing machine. Well, it was- about how bad they screwed that up. Stop it!
0: <laughs> can, 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 can we just that, use that there does that work <laughs> that works that's not where
2: i was going but that works
0: <laughs> i don't know where you were going but uh, you know
2: how do you f that up? oh
0: oh yeah that's true that's true that's true
3: how do you fuck that up <laughs> how do you fuck that up
0: yeah. <laughs> and he oh, got gangster uh, on him. Dude, uh, you know, it's one of those little things, man. I mean they obviously penny rent, uh, you guys had to had to change apartments uh for some rentos. But um it's tough sled, man. If you're like, yeah, you got a wash and dryer and then poof, yay, wash and dryer doesn't work. It sucks. <laughs> that's a pain in the butt, man. That's a pain in the that's a pain in the butt, dude. So anywho, uh Shannon, let's get you in here, man. Let's see. I don't know. God, I'm not quite sure where to go with you just for good times, man. A little Snoop Dogg, little gin and juice. Why not, man? Yeah, why not? Cause you know what? It's been it's been like almost a month since we recorded, so I know we I know we're drinking tonight. Oh,
2: I, I, I'm doubling up, man. I'm doubling
0: up. <laughs> d- double fistin. Yes, sir. Double pitch to chesty. So the yeah, yo.
3: Yeah. No,
0: no tequila, right? <laughs> i'm just i'm just just checking because you know
2: say no
0: deal sometimes i get you in trouble bro so, sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not always oh. <laughs> so you know what you're going uh you double clutch and reminds me of one of my favorite parts of the winter olympics and that was the uh olympic curlers husband Like, totally rocking out, and he was double-clutching some beers at, like, 9. He was double-fisting beers at 9 a.m. Yeah, buddy. That was uh, was Canada versus Japan. And the husband of uh, Team Canada was Rachel Homan. Or Homan. I like Homan better. Sean Germain totally rolled out there at 9 a.m., man. Former hockey player. Yeah, buddy. There's no shock there, right? Totally out there just crushing beers, man. That's fantastic, but his line, because obviously there were some pictures of him, his line was, you can judge all you want, the stress level is high, I'm not a drunk, I'm just Canadian. Hashtag, we believe. I'm like, dude, if anything, if anything was sports approved in that moment, that was it
2: sports brew approved yeah because you can yeah.
0: you can bet your ass god if we were at the winter olympics we'd be a bunch of those fools drinking beers at 8 30 and 9 o'clock in the morning i don't Justin, yeah we
2: talking pre-podcast about what events we would have if we uh-huh. could have one in the olympics yeah that's exactly where i was going
0: what beer drinking or curling Beer drinking, bro. Well, beer curls, beer curling. Yes, it's Yeah, beer. there you go, bro. Bro, drink, if, curl
2: it, drink, curl drink. Cur- yeah, yeah.
0: If if there was a beer curling championship oh, match, of- bro, we'd be like, we'd be Phelpsian in that kind of arrangement. You know what I'm saying? We would have medals dangling off of our chest. It would be the great.
1: Twelve ounce curls, the twenty ounce yep, curls. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. Pint party, buddy. Oh, I yeah. would love it. So well, where do you guys want to go first? Do you want to do like some current event stuff? Obviously, we got Kirk Cousins that contract deal. Just lead off, with Kirk Cousins, Let's, man. All right, you want to lead off with old KC, man. Uh, oh, this Casey. one's this one's dedicated to the one and only Baldwin, uh, who is a devout, <laughs> devout Kirk Cousins fan, and undoubtedly has every jersey, every edition of the Kirk Cousins jersey the Redskins have uh, offered for sale <laughs> along the way. Uh, Look, man, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've said before I don't wish Cousins any ill will. I really don't. But I'm still amazed. And maybe some of this is just, you know, pub or press or teams going crazy because it's free agency, blah, blah, blah. I'm still amazed at the amount of money he potentially stands to make. And it's not that I don't like him. I would say I've been in Kirk Cousins' corner really uh, over the duration of his time in D.C. Uh, had some brain farts, had some moments. I don't think he's been like the de facto problem with the Redskins, but I also don't believe he's been the de facto answer for them either. If that makes sense, um, so I, I wish him well, and I like him, but I, I, it's just it's amazing to me the amount of money he stands to make. So what are the what are the four finalists for him right now? The
2: Vikings, mm-hmm. the Cardinals, the Broncos, and help me out, Randy. Who's
1: the fourth. The fourth team is the Jets, right? Out, the outside team is yeah, the Jets because oh, the, the, Jets. the amount of, the amount of money they're willing to throw at him but after what the Vikings offered him, I don't know if the Jets would even come close to true, that. If that's true,
0: if that's true. Right. If that's true. Obviously there's some rumors talking about him getting what 91 million guaranteed. That is an incredible amount of money. Uh maybe not over well, for in total, but see this is the thing. It depends on what he's trying to do because I've seen rumors that he wants to do like a 3-year deal right so that he can then you know do free agency again in 3 years so you know at some point and again this is coming from the redskins fan Redskin fans perspective while i do believe the redskins did him wrong a few years ago it also became apparent that he was maximizing his leverage which i don't i don't begrudge him for doing that but when you say you know when you say it's not about the money but this is kind of how it's going clearly it sort of is about the money you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, here's the thing though, like Jimmy G gets the five year, one hundred and thirty seven and a half million dollar contract on what? Five starts, six starts.
0: Seven. Yeah, but seven he's starts. but he's cut his he cut his teeth as the backup to Tom Brady and he I, he looked I, good when he played, when he had to step in and play, other I mean, obviously he got hurt, but he looked good, right? And then he looked right. phenomenal with a team that was marginal at best. And I forget all the people that played quarterback for them last year. But, that, I mean, that team was going nowhere. And then Garoppolo rolls up. Jimmy G rolls up in there. And the dude is just a baller. Understood. Maybe it, was, right. maybe it was fluke. But I, I feel like that upside, given his background, the system he had come up in. I don't know. Like, his performance, like, I was excited. Right? I'm, I'm like, man, right. whoo. I
2: don't but, know that I feel the same
0: the- way about Cousins.
2: Here's the thing, like Jimmy G, his numbers don't compare to cousins. And and to be honest, there hasn't been a quarterback like Cousins hit the market in a long time. I mean, you normally those guys are locked up. You don't normally see that. So of well, course, right, in order to entice him to come over, you're gonna to have to throw some, you could A, you gotta have the cap room. And B, you yeah. want to throw some money around to get his services. That's just it. Now, if I'm cousins here here's kind of like the the you could become legendary because of the deal cuz the the chatter is is the Vikings were going to go 3 years 90 million fully guaranteed i don't know if there's ever been a contract in the national football league ever fully guaranteed if he were to get a uh, no, fully I don't think so. guaranteed deal like 3 years 90 million like some people were saying that could change the game for a lot of players. That yeah. would be kind of like
0: the contract that changed things around for the players. Yeah, and and that's that's true. All right. And I think that, you know, Cousins has shown himself to be fairly savvy with kind of leveraging his contract. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know people sure. com- people certainly complained about him doing the free agent thing or excuse me the franchise deal a couple times but think about the amount of money that he made he he refused to settle he clearly had a, a determination of what he viewed his worth to be but as much as players complain about the franchise tag for a quarterback you know the injury risk is a little different for running backs you know i get oh, that yeah. so i think long term deals are a little bit more I, th- I think that they mean more to certain positions. Not that a quarterback doesn't want a long-term contract that pays him a butt ton of money, but think about what he's made over the past couple of years. And he made more by doing that than he did by s- signing any contract the Redskins were certainly going to offer. Right, um, yes. And if, if, if he wasn't going to go up, what, like an astronomical amount, Again, I'm sure they would have franchised him again if they could. But I mean, what would I forget? What it would have gone to like 33 or 34 million. I mean, you just can't do that. It would have been Um, absurd. Yeah. The problem with doing like a fully guaranteed deal is that your team is going to have to be really adept at cap management and structuring other contracts. Um, Because if it, let's say for example, does three years, 91, which is still a lot of money, and it's fully guaranteed it's not like short of doing another extension or doing anything else. The team has zero leverage with anything and they don't have flexibility unless he adds years, you know, cause you'll see a lot of teams convert, you know, convert parts of the contract to signing bonus. They prorate this, they stretch it out, they move money around. I don't know how you do that. If you, if that's a fully 100% guaranteed contract without, you know what I mean? Without him adding on a year here or, or redoing it. I, I, and I'm fascinated by what this could, pe- potentially be uh and again you know kudos to kirk for finding uh, just a way to to manipulate and exploit and leverage his situation his contract status and he's played well i don't you know to me i don't look at him as a, a an absolutely elite guy maybe with a different team he shows a little bit differently but i think he's very good and i think a team can win with him um i just don't know that he's you know, a guy that's going to carry a team on his back. There's only a few of those guys in the league, and I'm not sold that he's one of those guys. But he he does – he's in a fascinating situation to, to do something that's relatively unprecedented and to shift the contractual landscape, uh, particularly for quarterbacks. And I would imagine it'll, there'll be some ripple-down, trickle-down effect for, you know, how other players do their deals. But, you know, for guys that are playing franchise tag back-to-back, sometimes – I think the reality is it's not always as bad as people make it out to be. You just don't have as, you know, less my trades for you. You know, you might kind of be stuck with the team. But uh, anyway, get back to something you said a minute ago. Only two top level quarterbacks have become unrestricted free agents: Peyton Manning in 2012 and Drew Brees in 2006. The difference was that each of them was coming off a, a significant major injury. Correct at the time that happened. Cousins, yeah, Cousins is 29. He's healthy. It's coming off his third straight four thousand yard passing season, you obviously have a lot of salary cap salary cap growth right now. Um, <laughs> and salary there is, crap. <laughs> there is there is some salary crap. I, I think and there are some teams that do have a salary. Crap. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. This is, true. This is very true. And you know the the quarterback landscape is is there's a lot of people that make a lot of money, and you have mm-hmm. a lot of significant people coming up. As well, and one of those key individuals is Aaron Rodgers, man. Because mm. I mean, if, uh, <laughs> mm. if if Cousins walks out of here with ninety one mil guaranteed, well, I, we don't even know what you know. We can speculate what the contract's going to be, the number of years, the amount of guaranteed money, what is per year cap hit or average. We can you know sp- until it's signed, you don't really know. But how, how if, old is
2: Rodgers? Do we know?
0: Somebody's got to double, double check real quick. I mean, he's older double than check. Cousins. But, you know, Garoppolo did a five year deal. So, uh, you know, I, I, we'll see how many years he does and what he gets paid. But you would expect it just because, if nothing else, of salary creep for him to be above Garoppolo, who, Randy, r- refresh my memory. But didn't Garoppolo's have like 70 ish million guaranteed in his? I mean, it, it's a significant chunk of money that's guaranteed in Garoppolo's, too. So, yeah, I think and,
1: it's around that much. Yeah.
0: So, clearly that's going to be a, a a very significant component. And I don't know that every position is going to be able to do that, but one thing that I thought was really interesting. There was an article in for the win and it was talking about how ridiculous quarterback's, you know, quarterback contracts are. And so they had different little pieces of statistical analysis, which I won't bore everybody with. But one of the graphs that they had, and it was really kind of interesting, was the percentage of cap taken up by a starting quarterback for Super Bowl champions. Mm. All right, do you <laughs> you want to guess the record for the highest cap hit percentage of a quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback, in that gonna, in that given season? My
2: my guess would be Peyton from the Broncos a couple of years ago.
0: Peyton's one of them. He's not the high. He's not the high mark, but he's one of them. Wow. Okay. Only four quarterbacks have ever won a Super Bowl while accounting for at least 11% of their team's cap room. Peyton Manning did it twice. Okay. Peyton Manning did it twice. But there's three other guys. All right. Hold on.
2: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Holy crap.
0: Okay. Brady. Brady's one of them.
2: Okay. Um, uh, Breeze. Nope. Nope. Wow. wow. Big Ben? Nope. Eli.
0: Yep. Randy, this this low hanging fruit is right there for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> low hanging fruit.
1: Mm-hmm. Take it, buddy. Well, if you're you're talking low hanging fruit here, then you're either talking you're talking probably Montana.
0: Nope. Steve. Right team. Wrong quarterback. Steve Young. Steve, Steve Young. Young. The record for the highest cap hit percentage remains steve young's 13.1 percent so you know and again you're talking about the salary cap era and so things are different right but the point is really that you think about the teams that have won super bowls and generally just just because your quarterback's making a ton of money doesn't guarantee you know diddly it there's not there's not a good correlation with that in fact and i think recently and this is more anecdotal than anything else but you generally go, oh, gosh, you know, a team gets good. Maybe they win the Super Bowl and then they resign their quarterback and then they can't keep enough other people. You know, Breeze hasn't been back. Rodgers hasn't been, you know, Rodgers doesn't have another ring. Breeze doesn't have another ring, you know, and look at the transition that's happening right now in Seattle. Granted, some of that's age. Some of that's age. But once you lose certain pieces where they're cheap and they're young, you know what I mean? You, you really have to figure the rest of it out. And so that's one of the things that I'm curious about with Minnesota in particular, because they have a lot of guys coming up for contracts. If you overcommit or overextend when it comes to cousins, not that you couldn't potentially have a really good fit, what happens to the rest of the team? Flacco's a great example of that. Now, granted, he hasn't, <laughs> I mean, he, he had he had one of the most phenomenal runs. You know that you're ever a quarterback can possibly happen. I mean, and Nick Foles delivered something phenomenal for Philadelphia, obviously in the playoffs this year, culminating in the Super Bowl. But you know, Flacco signed a big, obviously a big contract. What has that team done since? Again, some Dick. of that's some of that's age, some of it's draft and replacements, and you got to turn your roster over. So it's not all because of Flacco. But that does change the dynamics of your cap situation and what you can and can't do because you have to work around it. If he had played as well as he had when they won the Super Bowl, they probably would have made the playoffs a little bit more frequently. Maybe they would have threatened for another Super Bowl. Who knows? He hasn't ever lived up to that. Hasn't lived up to that contract. So now you're even hearing rumors that they, you know they're they're looking for you know looking for who they're going to replace him with. Maybe they take a shot at Baker Mayfield or something this year. Who knows? So. Simon Kirk Cousins, there's two pieces to that. A, is he really worth that kind of money? Is he somebody that elevates your team? Or is he going to be somebody that if your team is constructed just so, you bring him in, yeah, you're going to pay a lot. Maybe you get over the hump this year, maybe. Or maybe you know you have a, a reasonable two-year window before you go to salary. you know you got to turn your roster over again. And you lose some people because you can't resign them, you know. And, and maybe that's maybe quite honestly one of the things. If Cousins does a short term deal, he's twenty nine. If he does a three year deal, he's going to be thirty two still in his prime. He gets to hit free agency again in this prime.
4: Mm-hmm. I
0: mean that that's that you know that's a masterful again. I, you got to give him credit for being savvy, even if you hate the guy and don't like the guy. You know, he he's played his cards very well <laughs> for maximizing his payday. Absolutely. It doesn't mean he's gonna walk out of this, you know, walk walk finish his career with a ring or two. It doesn't mean that. But he's gonna be set. He's gonna be set. He's got unless he does (laughs) unless he makes some really terrible decisions, you know, he's got some multi generational wealth right there. Good for Mm -hmm. him. Again, I I don't begrudge him that. But it's
1: unusual. Now, if Cousins choose the Vikings, this is gonna be very interesting because uh, you the guy so here's some of the names coming up uh, that for after the 2019 season, Anthony Barr and Stefan Diggs, their contracts are up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Kyle Rudolph in 2020. Well, I don't think you gotta worry they, so much. They about can Rudolph, let that but, guy go. right? Yeah. But it's just like looking at some of these guys coming up, and it's the the big the biggest ones. Obviously, for them are gonna be Anthony Barr. Yeah. And the thing is, is with Diggs' contract, he's still on his rookie deal.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna have to pay the Piper. Or- you know, that's going to that's gonna come up. So, here, look at it this way. In 2017, there were 10 starting quarterbacks taking up more than 11% of their team's cap space. That includes guys like Carson Palmer. Well, the, well, age also caught up with him. That's not all his fault. Uh, Joe Flacco and Ryan Tannehill. There were 20 starters making more than the Super Bowl winning average of 6.9%. Oh my gosh. 20, right? So, Isn't Tannehill still on his rookie deal? He got an extension, and it was a monster
2: deal.
1: Yeah, that 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 oh
0: that that guy's overpaid for sure.
2: Was the was the coach who was doing coke, Was he the one who organized <laughs> that
0: deal? That is quite possible, Chris Forrester. Yeah, maybe. you never know. Nice. Maybe Tannehill. Oh, is that too
2: soon? Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, sorry.
0: Maybe, maybe Tannehill gave him a cut. That's how he had all that fun money. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, T-shirt. Sure, look, man, Dolphins. Man, they sure knew how to blow that, huh? Anyway, hey, yo, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, there, sorry, there's your, sorry, there's your Coke Coke. Uh, but, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so anyway, really, the big point is that there's a different challenge with building a team when you have a quarterback taking up that much of your salary cap space. And I, I think with the Redskins, they knew that, you know, that's a team that. They had, because of what they committed in that Robert Griffin the Third trade, which is still amazing in retrospect to think about, giving up three ones. Well, essentially Griffin cost them three ones and some other little some other pieces, but he cost them three ones. Had he lived up to it, it it's not as big of a deal. But he didn't. We can argue about why, but at the end of the day, he just he didn't. But it's just, I mean, it's really really tough. So they had they gave up a lot of draft choices. Obviously, he didn't work out. Cousins, they took much later, what, uh, you know, much later in that draft. So they had had a friendly deal. By the time he comes in to be a starter, uh, and he's looking like he's decent, they didn't properly invest in him going forward, and they've paid the price for that. But I understand why they wouldn't commit, you know, thirty million or whatever to sign this dude when they don't believe he's that kind of a guy. Because it's that much more difficult to build the rest of your roster. You either you have to draft tremendously well, you have to stay healthy you got to get your young guys, your depth, your cheap contract guys. you got to get them right because if you don't get them right, you run out of time or you can't keep them. And so that's the thing with, like, the Saints last year. Think about some of the young guys they had that were really good because, like, I don't remember if it was two years ago or three years ago, you know, they spent a lot of money in free agency and people got hurt. They didn't have good depth. It all kind of fell apart. And this past season they had some really good people that clearly outperformed their contracts. Yet a lot of young guys do really well. Well, at some point you, you got to pay the piper. After you paid Drew breeze you got to pay the piper, and it's it's just really hard. But the reason they were as good as they were last year is because they got they made some savvy choices and they got some of their picks and cheap players, low cost players. They delivered for them. I mean, Alvin Kamara. I you can't say that that guy is is nothing short of a stud. It's just fantastic, hugely important for them. But it, but at some point you're going to have to pay the guy, oh, I, you know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, he's that's just
2: going to be in his second year. So. Yeah, I
0: mean that's down the road, obviously. And I I don't know how many years Breeze has left in the tank. Rest assured, uh, you know I fully expect Breeze to still be a saint, and I expect him to make a lot of money to resign. You know, but it's just you got to get those things right. So let, let's look at it this way: if you were Kirk Cousins. Given given the options laid out, and if you want to confine it to those, you know those, those couple of teams, that's fine. You know, if it's the Broncos, Cardinals, Jets, and Vikings, where would you go and why? Yeah, I don't know, Randy or Shannon, whoever wants to go first, just run with it. It's kind of curious. I
2: would, um, I'd go to the Vikings because they were in the NFC Championship game, right? Pretty damn good defense. You got Dalvin Cook coming back from his ACL; he should be okay. Uh and you'll also have um uh, uh Murray in that mm-hmm. backfield and you got Diggs and Adam Thielen as your top two receivers and a decent line. So yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to go to Minnesota if that's where you want to go to win. I mean you're gonna make some cash there too. You're gonna make some pretty good cash.
0: Yeah. Well, he's a Midwest guy. So it's he's not a Midwest, guy. He's a Midwest he went guy to Michigan State, if
2: I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He went to Michigan State. So that's one state over. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world if you're want if if you're nothing more than a cash grab, you're going to go to either Cleveland or the Jets. And honestly, who the hell wants to go there at this point?
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't think you can trust Cleveland. To me, you don't do Cleveland. The Jet. If you go to the Jets, it's because you believe in um, the spillover benefit you're going to get from being in that market. Right. But- and-
2: it- I, I like Todd Bowles as a coach. Right. I, I think he's a tremendous coach. The The fact that he got them to however many wins they got last year when they were predicted to go to 0-16 says a lot about him. And the fact oh, and- they gave him an extension that they're like, okay, you know what, we we believe in you, coach. Yeah. And he was a great assistant in Arizona, so yeah.
0: absolutely Bo- that's a good call. Bowles but was a good to- guy, but Owen oh, Forte retired, by the way. Yes, so. He did retire, uh-huh. so uh, you salute Matt Forte, salute, good career, buddy.
2: Salute, good to, career, buddy, uh, Matt Forte, great career, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, second all-time leading rusher in for the Bears behind the the late great Walter Payton. So, but yeah, but, but I, I think Minnesota makes the most sense, uh-huh. um, money and winning wise. Well, it's and, it's and he's actually, if I'm not mistaken, Justin, uh-huh. I think he's like torn them up the last couple of years. So I think that's why Zimmer really likes him
0: yeah well i mean look you'd get to be indoors for Mm. i mean you get your eight home games and then detroit's indoors so uh, you know if that matters to you that certainly helps you've got a, a pretty strong fan base midwest and depending on what he's willing to negotiate you know agree to as far as terms of the contract. I think there's upside. If you view the NFL as a three to four year window per roster rebuild, then you can look at Minnesota and say two to three year window game on, let's roll. And then let me hit the reset button. If that's what he wants to do, that's a nice, that's a good opportunity space in Minnesota. And quite again, I think you have to give credit, even if you don't like him or don't think he's worth it. That's not the point of what he's done. He has maximized his earnings, and he's put himself in a, in a really unusual position to, to, to go where he wants to go. And he doesn't have to do a seven-year deal. He doesn't have to do a five-year deal. He's 29. Nope. He can do a three-year deal and say, this is what I'm taking. Build the rest of the team around me. you got a good talent base. In three years, if, if it's time to blow it up, I'll go to the next team that I think has a good window. It's a yep. really crafty thing to do.
2: It's 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 um, a lot of foresight that he has, and
0: if he's playing it that way, one
2: of, if it, it, if it he like. does a three-year deal, I think it's one of the savviest deals I think we've ever seen in the history of this league.
0: It's a reflection of the current NFL landscape, and yeah, you know why do you want to it be the guy is. that ends up doing a long-term deal that gets saddled with a, you know, if if the you know GM or the organization is poorly run. We don't like the direction of it. You don't have to stay. You can get the hell out. Yep. You know, after three years, maybe you have two really good years. You see what happens in year three. Contingent on drafting some other things, and if it sucks, you get off. You get off the bus. So it, it's a pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting approach. And you know, uh, when we talked about the stuff with the free agent, you know, excuse me, the franchise tags before with him, you know, I gave him kudos for just finding ways to set himself up, right? And I think he's continuing to do that. Uh, Maybe it blows up in his face a little bit and he gets viewed as kind of a mercenary that just did it for the money. We'll see what the contract terms end up being. Um, I'm torn, but the Cardinals, it's David Johnson. I think that's a nice upside piece. Fitzgerald, I don't know how long he's going to play. You know, That's a real tough division, I think. Um, well but well at least it has been granted you don't know what's going to happen with Seattle looks like because they traded Bennett to the it's still weird to think they traded Bennett to the Eagles Um, Sherman it sounds like Sherman's on his way out mm -hmm. you've got you know so that's a team that you know Russell Wilson I think is phenomenal but they've got some holes on that roster they they still have a little bit of that mystique but I think that age and contracts have caught up with them and the Legion of Boom And I don't know what that team's really going to be, but they have a core identity. We'll see if they can still maintain and deliver that. Again, you got to replace, you got to replace guys. Um, San Francisco, if Garoppolo is legitimate, if he is as good as he looked like he was at the end of the year and teams don't figure him out and he's healthy, that looks like a team on the upswing. The Rams are a good team. Granted, I don't know why they're trading everybody and their mother to the freaking New York Giants to offload contracts. My gosh, <laughs> come on, guys. Mark's like, yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> Thanks. Um, He's like, bring on Aaron Donald. <laughs> look, dude, dude, why are the Rams screwing the Redskins yet again? They robbed them in the RG3 trade, and now they're sending people to the Giants. I mean, seriously? F you, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys, man. And that, and they threw Robert Quinn to the
1: Dolphins. God. Team, so it's just...
0: Um, but you know the Ram the Rams look like they're going in the right direction. They're a good team, uh, so I mean it. There is turnover in that division. I I love David Johnson, but I, I don't I don't know that the Cardinals are like the creme de la creme of that group. Uh, the Broncos I would think would be attractive. They do have some contract issues to work out. Uh, perhaps the elevation would be helpful. Not the Cousins has the best deep ball. We've talked about that. A good arm, not a great arm. Uh, I don't think he should be slinging the rock, you know, fifty yards down the field, but uh, the elevation would help him a little bit with that. But again, cold weather outdoors, competitive division. The Raiders should be at least competitive. Kansas City will be competitive in the regular season, and then find a way to choke it out at the end. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, but you've got the Elway factor. Uh, so the Broncos would be intriguing. That's a strong. That's a traditionally a well run organization. I think there's some upside to that, although I, I don't you know, maybe there's some coaching instability there. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the Jets. You know, unless it's just a cash grab. Don't do the Jets. That media market will eat that dude up. Um yeah. I, I he can handle it. He can handle it, but I just I don't like the fit. I don't like the fit with the Jets. Uh, the to me, the Vikings seem to be the most logical uh, with the yeah. most complete roster for the short term, um, and the best chance to be really competitive, <clears throat> good skill position talent, um, good running back talent, good defensive talent. Uh, I don't know if he gets along with Zim or not, but, I mean, that does matter, but they, they, they have a nice window. So th- that, to me, seems to be the best balance of all of it. Um, and, it, again, Midwest. So I, I, if I was him, I'd go to Minnesota. That's what I would do. Uh, either Minnesota or the Broncos. I wouldn't. I would not touch. I don't no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do Arizona. Uh, and I, I sure as hell wouldn't do the Jets. And I wouldn't do the Browns. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Randy, if you're Kirk Cousins, what do you do? Well, it seems like I think we're all three in, agree- in
1: agreement here that if I was Cousins, I would choose the Vikings, uh, just because. For all the same reasons. I mean, you, they're allegedly offering him an amazing contract. But not on top of the you know money aside, you have to look at the potential here. I mean, how badly do you want a ring? You look at all the teams that are after him. Mm-hmm. See, now, granted, if Jimmy G wasn't in San Francisco, I'd be like, Cousins coming to San Francisco this year. But that's just not the case.
0: So Well, that's what we kind of thought lined up really well with Shanahan. You know right. what I mean? But back in the day. But oh well.
1: But the way I see it for Cousins, you know, you you have an opportunity here. If he goes with the Vikings, you get the best of both worlds. You're gonna get decent money and the best opportunity to walk away with a ring. Now granted, that's still he's still gotta learn the offense. He still has to get that rapport and the timing down with the receivers, but that you know, if you're halfway decent quarterback worth of you know worth your salt there, you're actually going to not have a problem doing that
0: hey man look you know it minnesota would also answer one really really critical question oh soundboard fail <laughs> man <laughs> let me refresh that that that's so disappointing dude <laughs> which is fitting for kirk, kirk cousins you know time in dc at the end disappointing but anyway again <laughs> it would answer one key question and this is a, a long time sports Sports-proof soundbite of stupidity. Releasesoundboard.com, you're killing me. You said balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the soundbite I was looking for. But, hey, at least one of them. (laughs) At least one of them worked.
3: Holy cow. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares?
2: Okay, Justin, when we do it again, we'll do it
0: live. (laughs) Yeah. True. <laughs> I was hoping. I was. I was hoping that I could find that again. On like. Uh, oh, here you go. Here's another one. All right. So the Minnesota Vikings. Third time is the charm. Right. Third Baby. time is the charm. Uh, if he signs with Minnesota, that answers the age-old sports brew question.
4: What? It's <laughs> messed up with on this one too. <laughs>
0: Dude. Dude. Unbelievable. All right, I'm going to search for it on YouTube. Oh,
2: God, man. We're going to have to do it live, dude. I'm sorry.
0: YouTube it is.
5: Hey, where are the white women at? (laughs) Hey, where are the white women at?
0: (laughs) If only that had worked out of the gate. If only that it worked out of the gate.
3: I can't do it. (laughs) We'll do it live. Well, We'll do it live. (laughs) It. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and, and we'll do, do it, it live. women at? <laughs> Fucking
5: face suck. Where are white women at?
0: Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just do a quick salute o'clock. dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what? As a matter of fact, so first of all, look. Soundboard.com. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Failhorn of the night for you for that big bag of butt suck. I'm so disappointed, man. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, it's right there. No. No. Womp. Womp, womp. Or as Whitfield would say. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we should do we should do a salute o'clock. To Kirk Cousins, who is going to be a very, very rich man. Uh um, are on you. Yeah. Drakes are on you. And Jimmy G. And uh in a couple of weeks. Uh, Probably Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and I don't know who else, but uh, we'll look at that. Um, I'm totally rocking with a Stone Hop Revolver IPA, as well as a very tasty Jack and Coke in my ever-frosty Yeti mug. Mm -hmm. Super good. What you got, Shannon?
2: I am rocking the Brother Thelonious Belgian-style Abbey Ale. Yeah, buddy love it, man. That, that was a good call. Co- I had that back in the winter, and it was really good, so I'm having another one. Good. And uh, I have really learned to love the Hardywood Richmond Lager.
0: How about that?
2: It is, it is tasty.
0: Randy, what you got, bro?
1: Well, in honor of having to deal with Syracuse, losing by almost 20 points tonight and <laughs> potentially uh, eliminating themselves from the tournament, from the uh tournament. Scratch I had potentially. To go the... Uh, I had to go. I had to go heavy-handed and go with the a fifty-fifty Rod Gardner of a, of a screwdriver here.
0: Whoa! There you go. Woo-hoo.
1: Go and big. I'm getting ready to also get a beer here soon, but I go just don't know what I'm gonna get yet.
0: Go big to or bar- go home. To, to borrow
2: a line from our own D-Stat,
0: large and in charge. Large and in charge, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's right. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Whitfield no, uh, Yeah that's true In
3: my opinion that sucked Don't take Thanks. me bro
0: I like how every other thing works On this soundboard
3: Great ass.
0: Every other thing Works
3: <laughs>
0: On this soundboard
3: Oh my god who the hell Cares
0: Other than the one I really wanted It still doesn't work by the way
3: Two
2: chicks
3: at the same time,
2: man. That does, though. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an NCAA infraction right there? Hey, where
5: are Two the chick- white women at?
0: Three. <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> chicks let's, at the same time? Let's ask Louisville. Can we get Patino on the line? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do like that the, a... Um, a bar hung the banner up that was taken down from louisville yeah but uh technically that should have been a strip club right
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes just just asking for a friend yeah right asking for a friend buddy asking for a friend (laughs) you're so funny oh louisville and look mr kentucky fan by the way side note side note side note how randomly entertaining and semi-hilarious is the fact that uh, Louisville had to vacate its 2013 title well be honest (laughs) did you derive satisfaction from this friend
2: there may or may not have been a (laughs) (laughs) beer pop in memorial of that banner coming down um Although I am being cautious because I'm I'm thinking last year with because there's a lot of stuff on bam at this point that last year's uh win total may go away but um luckily of all that stuff that's been going on nothing from 2012 has come out so oh. that banner is safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see. I did like this piece from um Kevin Ware, that's that's the guy that broke his leg. Uh, oh
2: God, that was crazy. yeah. That, that
0: was a lot. Now I happen to be honeymooning, uh, so and I but I did see I did see that one. Uh, but let me tell you, Jamaica was not uh, the the bastion of bracketology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it was it was fun for a lot of things. March Madness was not one of them. But I did happen to see that. <laughs> but that, that's the dude that broke his, uh, his right tibia during the Cardinals' uh, win over Duke. Of course, it has to be Duke. But um,
2: a lot of uh, inappropriate comments going through my head at this point. I know. But we'll just say you ran up the scoreboard.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, but uh, he had a tweet that – <laughs> I like this tweet, man. He said, uh, still got this fat-ass ring, which means my guys definitely want to chip, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, they they want it. I mean. Yeah. Whatever. I mean I know. It, the vacated thing is always so weird to me. It's all it, it's just uh, I like some of the random responses. <laughs> I like this one. Dear NCAA, will you be refunding tickets to Louisville games that never happened? Sincerely. Uh-huh. Sincerely, a USC alum who paid for tickets to Reggie Bush games that never happened. <laughs> um it's yeah. a good question, actually. Uh, I like this one. Louisville can vacate their 2013 men's basketball national title, but I will not relinquish the fifty dollars cash and twenty five dollar Starbucks gift card I won in that year's office pool.
4: <laughs>
0: Goofy, I had Michigan and would have won my bracket. Where's my money, NCAA? <laughs> uh, what if? What if that was one of the perfect? What is that? A uh, uh, Warren Buffett's perfect bracket challenge or whatever? Oh, my God! Ima- <laughs> could you imagine that? Can you retroactively be like, yo, Buffett, I had Michigan. Come on, man. Uh, that would be pretty wild. But, I, I, you know, it's just there's a lot going on in college basketball. I don't know that I take satisfaction in their championship being vacated. I understand why. I don't know that. I, You know what I mean? I don't take satisfaction don't- in it but I, they you know they earned that they earned the, they earned it being vacated uh they did and patino has to wear that one and lord knows we've made fun of patino um and his endless breadsticks for a while uh but is his 15 seconds of fame over look uh <laughs> two pump what is it two pump chuck one pump one pump chump i don't i don't know Spicy marinara, marinara. I don't know, man. Love with the glove. Where do you want to go? Um, (laughs) Balls. Yeah, you said balls. And this would be the perfect time for this to actually work.
5: Hey, where are the white women at?
0: As Rick Pitino. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Dear, Dear Louisville.
3: How do you fuck that up? How? Do you fuck that up?
0: <laughs> also accurate. <laughs> um but I you know it, obviously there's a lot of stuff going on and we're waiting for a lot of things to break and it's it's been so weird kind of leading up to the tournament uh, and the conference turn- really the end of the season, the lead up to the conference, you know, championships, conference tournaments and then the you know, the big bracket with all the stuff going on but you know, I In the grand scheme of things, I really believe that we have some systemic, some clear systemic problems with the NCAA and how it's set up and how it's run, and some of it, I I just don't know that that organization and the way college athletics is set up, particularly at, at the upper tier, and look, I'm not talking about, you know, butt scratch you and... You know, butt scratch you in North Dakota or something random. But I mean, like, the real (laughs) upper-tier big-time... The moneymakers. You know, the SEC. The ACC. Big 10. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Big 10. No more tournaments in uh, New York, please. Don't do that. That that That's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. What, were they selling tickets on, like, StubHub for a buck and a quarter or something stupid to try to get fans in there? Bad idea, man. I I really do think... Conference tournaments should be Respectful of their region You are a Midwest You are a Midwest conference You do not Need to try to like
2: <laughs> Indianapolis is, is, is acceptable Bro
0: do it in Indy Do it in Detroit There's all kinds of places you can do, do it, it in Detroit the Midwest would be fun. The, yeah. Detroit and Indy would be fun Yeah that, it would makes way more sense Man how many people can travel Like let alone your students right your student fan bases. but i mean that's tough that's tough that's a lot to ask i think mean, bad fit bad fit i i understand the acc playing in new york uh since they absorbed some of the biggies. like you know what i mean like i understand it i prefer the acc in north carolina you know what i mean yeah. stay in greensboro i mean even dc
2: if you if you want like, yeah, to cut it in half
0: or dc yeah i like but i understand the acc being in new york the Big Ten, I don't understand. That's just It's a failed cash grab.
2: I mean, failed what? Cash grab. Well, they got like Maryland and Rutgers who are over there at that point. <sighs> I mean, that's it. Um, you have but, Woo, Rutgers. Woo, Rutgers! Your main schools are Michigan and Indiana and Ohio. So just have your big tournament in Indianapolis and call it a
0: day. Respect your region. Respect yeah. your region. And, be yeah. you know, respect your fan bases, y'all. Come on. Come on, do it right, man. I mean, granted, Michigan's probably all
2: over the globe. Sure, they um, are.
0: Sure, they are. Sure. With, I mean, which
2: it, helps that they, you know, made it to the championship and won the championship. But like, like you're saying, dude. Like, respectfully, like it's you the want conference.
0: To it's the conference championship. Be respectful yeah. of your freaking conference. That's like, what are you going to get the Pac-12 out and you want them to play a conference tournament in New York? I mean, stupid.
2: <laughs> it's stupid, y'all. Come on, play the Pac-12 in Kansas, baby. Yeah,
0: I mean it's just it's just dumb, man. Be respectful of your region. Be respectful of your conference. I, you know, you want it on TV, man. Get a nice big fat TV conference. I get it, but if you have to hawk tickets for a buck and a quarter, if your tickets are cheaper than Cleveland Browns tickets, you're doing it wrong. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're doing it wrong. It's like six bucks. Yeah, I mean you're just you're just you're doing it wrong. So obviously a lot of issues in the college basketball. Where are we at on time? Fifty-two. A lot of issues in the college basketball landscape. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we ought to take a break and then come back to college basketball because we got a couple things let's, to, to right, chat about. I kind of, I kind of, you know what I mean? I Kind of feel yeah, like yeah, that's because uh, that. I'm, I'm afraid if we if we get cranking and get going, we're gonna end up rolling over because uh, this is a, this is a two and three. This is like a this is like a Rick Pitino podcast. It's it's two and through, man. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just saying. Uh anywho, no. We won't get we won't no ncaa violations here. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. If we, maybe right. violations,
2: but maybe not ncaa yeah, violations. Not ncaa so
0: violations. Just, probably some kind of violations. Not NCAA. So here, let's put a let's put a cherry on on, on the uh, on on the uh, the quarterback thing. Uh, keep in mind, I had mentioned this with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think realistically, the expectation, you know, look, Rodgers has two years left on his current deal, an average of about twenty one million a year. Cousins, in all likelihood, is going to bump up the highest paid ever bar, um, the max contract, whatever it is, you know, the high. You know, Set the record, raise the bar. Uh, its current mark is about twenty-seven and a half million. So I would expect Cousins is going to be at or slightly above <laughs> that. Um, I would be really surprised if he goes up more than say five hundred k or six hundred fifty k. But clearly Rogers is going to have a target for his next deal if he wants to maximize value. I'm not saying Let he's going to do a number, that. Justin. Yeah,
2: five one fifty ninety guaranteed. No, I'm sorry. 100
0: guaranteed. Oh, my Lord. It's a scary amount of money. Look, you got you know, Breeze working on stuff and Matt Ryan. And, I mean, poor Case Keenum, right? What's that guy going to get? <laughs> Not that. Cleveland? Oh, no, don't do that to him. Sorry, Case. Yep. It, it, that Cleveland might, or
2: Jacksonville?
0: Might be. Might be, man. Might be. But it, it's. There's gonna be there's gonna be some spillover from that. I'm very curious to see how it plays out. There are guys that are gonna be out there. Teddy Bridgewater's gonna be out there, Sam Bradford's gonna be out there, Case Keenum's gonna be out there, um, AJ McCarron, Tyrod Taylor, I think there's opportunity space, you know, Josh McCown, granted that he's you know old, and Taylor would have to be Buffalo's gonna have to cut him or trade him. You know, guys like Nick Foles are maybe available, but you know, you could talk about trading for somebody like Foles, but you to me you can't give up two ones for Nick. You know what I mean? Uh I know Eagle, I, Eagles fans are all glossing the dude up. He deserves all the love in the world for that playoff run, but you know, he's already left Philadelphia once and been a uh just a train wreck. He went nowhere. You know what I mean? They, they so, him. They're
2: yeah, keeping him.
0: Yeah, I I think they do. I, I think then, I think there's
2: no reason to trade that dude. Like no. I think he wants to be we, there. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wants to be there, and if Wentz needs a little more time, you're good to go. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. Like, let let Wentz start the season on the pup list because he got injured so late. You got falls,
0: man. You're good. come know. I liked how a lot. I like how a lot of the Eagles fans were calling him Big Dick Nick. Did you? <laughs> that made me laugh. No uh, reason to trade that guy. No, no, I, no. Head your bets, One. man. I mean, if somebody zero if, if, point look, zero If somebody makes them a stupid offer, you probably got to take it. Four ones, okay. If someone Three nobody's going to okay. Well, because I got hot. Nobody's doing that, Shannon. Redskins might. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> they stop. did it for Griffin. Hey. <laughs>
3: Stop! <laughs> Stop bringing up old shit,
0: man. Foh. What's on the street is is the Eagles are looking for a
1: first and a second for falls. Yeah,
0: you know, and if you really believe in the guy and your system is conducive for what he does well, then maybe. But um, I, you know, a lot of things lined up. You know, the, the Eagles were a team that, for as as all all the injuries they had, uh, that team had a lot of guts, had a lot of heart, and a lot of things. Just a, a lot of things worked out their way i'm not they earned it they played their asses off they coached you know what i mean there's a lot of things that went into that you have to give them tons of kudos uh they overcame a lot of adversity man that team what they did was really really special that is true right but you know if somebody makes a dumb enough offer to try to get them take it right but barring something really stupid dude when's is your long-term future man and I saw some people talking about trading Wentz. Man, get out of my face with that job. Get the
4: hell out of get here. Get out
0: of here with that, man. That's just. O eight. That's just dumb.
4: Fuck right? But
0: it. look, Foles oh, is happy God. there. He wants to be there. Unless they get a crazy good offer, just ride it out, man, because you don't know what Wentz is going to be next year. And if you have to be cautious with Wentz, Puppis the dude. You got Foles. Hey, what are you going to bring some, some rando person in? You gonna draft somebody just to, to be in there? Just uh, I mean, I, no. I I think you keep Foles. Um, it sets you up well. Anyway. yeah. I mean, he
2: got injured in December. Yeah, you gotta give him more than what seven, eight, nine months. He, he needs I mean, time.
0: He, he you yeah, know. Give that dude 10, 11 let let that dude heal up. Right. Let that dude heal. I mean, dude, yeah. look. I I think we can tell that Wentz is gonna want to be out there in game one. But sometimes with guys like that, the organization has to make the decision to say nope. We're not. Robert yeah. Griffin
2: III. Yeah,
0: we're not we're not putting you out there yet. We know you you're getting reps, you you look great, but we want to make sure. Um mm-hmm. so and, and a guy like Foles lets them protect Wentz from himself. Yep. And I think that's an important component of that. So there's there's value for them both in the short term and the long term. Um and I think, you know, if I think Foles, in my opinion, has earned the right to say, hey, guys, I know Wentz is your dude. Can you help move me and get me somewhere else? But it, my impression is that he's happy. He likes it there. He wants to be there. He's okay. And he's not pushing to get out. He, you know what I mean? He's, he accepts his role, and he's okay with it. So He's, if he's happy okay, to yeah. be there because, yeah. I mean. He's seen the he, other side, and sometimes it's not on yeah. the grass. is not always greener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's seen the other side, mm-hmm. and
2: um, um, uh, you know, he was he was on the verge of retirement. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you if you remember, I yeah. mean, had Philly not called, I mean, he was going to retire, and they called him back, yep. and he signed, and you know, the rest is history at this point. So, if you're the Eagles, you know, if you got the ace up your sleeve, there's no need to show it
0: at this point. Nope. Nope. Keep, just keep it. I think that's the way to go. And that's by the way, by the way both yeah.
4: quarterbacks'
2: cap hit, I know, is easily less than twenty million combined. Oh,
0: of course, it is.
2: And, and I think it's is. 50, fifteen or less, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Right. So, remember those cat? Uh, remember those highest paid quarterback cap figures we were talking about a little while ago? Uh, this is their window. So, because yep. Wentz, let me tell you what: when Wentz comes up on time for redo his contract. Well, get given, given the way that guy looked pre-injury, hopefully he's healthy. But he, Wentz is gonna command some serious cash if, if he
2: continues on his trajectory. Yes.
0: If he heals up and and you know keeps going the way he looked like he was gonna go, you know it doesn't all. Which, some. Which do
2: you think he should? I mean,
0: my expectation is that he will, but yeah. you know it doesn't mean it will happen. But Magic Eight Ball says like the odds odds look good, right? Um yep. but anyway, well let's let's take a quick break and then uh we'll come back and, and just kinda bounce around on some topics just for uh just for fun.
2: <laughs> this is CNET and you are the stories that matter
1: Look, right now.
0: Accidental video play. No, go away. Rude. No deal. No deal. No deal. No deal. Or as uh Soundboard would soundboard.com would let me know.
5: Hey, where are the white women at?
0: That's right. Anyway, wow,
2: it's well, actually working
0: now. Nah, I still played it off YouTube.
2: Ah, <laughs>
3: you said bulls, and we let him off the hook.
0: Still doesn't work, by the way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't go
5: there, with, oh, me. Don't go there oh. with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. If you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me, cause I ain't for no game.
0: That's right. That's right. Anyway, we'll take a quick, uh, quick break. We'll be back in just Did a want moment. Did I tell you that? Huh? Yeah, that's right. Did. <laughs> We used that one for a while, man. We haven't broken out. Did Tawana tell you that in forever? But uh, that one did used to get some radio. Well, some radio play. That one did get some love. That one did get some love back in the day. Did Tawana tell you that? Mm hmm. (gasps) Woo! That's right. That's right. But anyway, uh, we're the Sports Brew as always. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean is our home feed, (laughs) Stitcher Radio live the google play store and a whole bunch of other weirdo jack wagon sites that read off our feed and pilfer our podcast because there's a bunch <laughs> of them um but anyway uh keywords of sports and brew and we do like some stupidity and some shenanigans and uh i don't know maybe beer too maybe we'll get a little stupid in segment two but uh anyway yeah we'll be at two and three we'll come back pound a few f- <laughs> pound it out hoorah Huzzah! Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, we'll just we'll pound a little bit more out, and then we'll wrap up and get out of here as we're warming up for March Madness, Yeah, man. Easy. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Whoa, (laughs) that's the sound of everybody's brackets right there.
2: (laughs) Choking. They ain't even been released yet.
0: Nope. I already can tell you my bracket's gonna suck. I already yep. know. <laughs> anyway, oh my
3: God, who the hell can? Nobody
0: except us. <laughs> nobody except us. Anyway, we'll be right back in just a moment. <laughs> All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. So, you know, we were talking about that, you know, Louisville championship run back in the day. Well... You know, yeah, I've got a Jack and Coke, which I don't normally do Jack and Cokes anymore. Usually I'm I'm doing like rum and cokes or whatever. But, you know, keep in mind that this is uh, you know, five years for Saren, you know, uh you know what I mean? It's our five year wedding anniversary coming up. <laughs> so, um I know, hoorah. <laughs> Time flies when you're wiping buns. Two kids, buddy. Two kids and five years. Good times. <laughs> but you know, one of the things we did yeah, was go- no that's right. Uh, one of the things we did is we did that old, you know, bury the bottle of you know, uh, whiskey or whatever. It's supposed to be like a nice, you know, Kentucky bourbon or whiskey or whatever. And I was like, yeah, we'll just do Jack Daniels. <laughs> uh, but, you know, buried that at the wedding site, which Sarah and I got married at her our, at our parents' house. Uh, they live in Charlottesville, and they have a very scenic plot of land uh, on the mountains. So that's where we had our wedding. Plus, quite frankly, we saved like, I don't know, 10 grand on the wedding venue. So it seemed like a good move. Um yeah, I- but it, you know, you know, the weather had been really choppy. But the you know tradition is like you bury the bottle a month before the wedding for to have good weather good weather on your wedding day. Which leading up to it, we were like, uh oh. <laughs> but then the day of was actually really good. It was the day it was of was awesome. was really good. It warmed up just enough. It was cool and crisp because you know one of my least favorite things is to be in a like feel like you're in a Kathy Lee Gifford sweatshop on on a wedding day. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that's a, like, that's a bad deal, you know? Damn. <laughs> that's a bad deal, dude. Or, you know, a, AM. <laughs> yeah. Or a Nike wow. sweatshop. Just do it. Uh, you know, it's a bad deal. So uh I I like being more comfortable. Uh, I mean you're you're dressed up, you're in a tux, I mean you layered up, man. I'm just not a fan of like if you're going to do a summer wedding, man, can you not have it out somewhere where there's no shade, you're just getting beaten on by the sun? It's no fun. Everybody's all double-pitched, to chesty sweat buckets. Oh. Everybody looks like Sean Miller out there. You know what I'm saying? Sweating through oh, every, la- every layer of clothing you got, man. It's too much. So, uh, But the weather held up, and then you know we dug the bottle up uh, the next day, and I ended up, uh, her dad and I had a drink out of it, and driving home a snowstorm started but we made it home and then snow just dumped down man so it it the bottle did its job and so i have i still have that bottle of jack daniels now it's not we've consumed all of the jack out of it but what i told sarah is i just never let the bottle run dry so i always top it back off mm. so the reason i have jack is cuz i went ahead and i bought you know um a big old fat bottle of jack daniels at the abc store and uh, I just topped it back off you know because we were we were at our parents house roughly a month uh, before our wedding anniversary and I was like that's the perfect time to break the bottle back out uh, in Charlottesville so that's what we did so I you know still enjoying it so there's your background story on that Shannon so yes little little Jack and coke hopefully a good omen although look Sarah's been putting up with my dumbass for about a decade now so I'm probably pretty safe.
2: (laughs) I would say at this point, you're pretty safe, bro. I would hope so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I would think. So, I guess now is like, thinking back, since it's been about a month, man. Oh, by the way, I want to thank the United States Postal Service for delivering today, for delivering today, my, my Sports Illustrated Super Bowl Championship Philly Special Edition today. I think it was like dated like February twelfth or something. I was like That's a bit late. Oh, like seriously, y'all? Come on. You know
2: what? I would like to thank the United States Postal Service for not delivering my Costco year end certificate <laughs> and I had to go online and have them email it to me so that I could use it today.
0: Boo. Weak.
2: Assholes, yeah, you heck? know, like that's a hundred free dollars that yeah. I get to use at Costco.
0: <laughs> I know, man. And you
2: know, you don't make a trip to Costco that's for, under a hundred dollars. A trip under less a hundred dollars to Costco. You'd be like, I'm it just going- doesn't happen.
0: No, you're like, I'm just going for total paper, and you roll out of there with like, you know, five thousand rolls of TP paper oh, towels. Dude, you
2: rolling out yeah. with uh, at least two hundred dollars. Like if you got that $300, you like You're like, "Woo! Shit, man. Christmas I, time, I, let's roll." Yeah. No. Let me Let me grab a 24-pack of Richmond Lager because yeah. it's 10 bucks at Kroger. Get the let beer. Let me grab. Ooh, this beer looks good. This
0: one looks good too, and that one looks good as well.
2: Uh
0: yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I do want to say here here's a stupid story for you. Speaking of toilet paper at Costco, I just I just love this uh this headline. It was on <laughs> IFL Science. And it says, "Man risks death by not pooping for forty days."
4: What the fuck? <laughs> what?
0: So let me tell you what. If anybody needs some Costco toilet paper, as well as our favorite Disney song, it's that dude. Forty days, brother. Let it go. How? Let it go. All right. So here, here's the backstory to this. Okay, uh, Lamar oh Chambers God. was pulled over by police on January 17th after a, a chase in Essex uh, in, in the UK, right? And so the officers, when they went up to his car, saw him moving his head towards his hand as if he was eating something. And so he says it was chicken, but the police believed he swallowed drugs. So he has since been placed in a cell with a modified toilet that allows him to search, obviously, his his stool for evidence. And so he's gone on a toilet strike. He refuses to take a poop. So he, he's not eating very much. and So anyway, that's the basic deal. He's refused laxatives. He's refused an x-ray. And he has broken the previous record of holding in a bowel movement in police custody, which is believed to be 32 days. So nope. look, there's a, a couple of really bad things can happen with this. All right. If it was drugs, anything that he swallowed obviously could rupture or burst. And uh, who knows, you know. OD the guy or something else, you know, really, really bad. But, you know, you can end up with. uh... (laughs) In this same story, they reference a teenage girl with a phobia. This is a bad way to go, man. Uh, A teenage girl had a phobia of toilets. Look, if you're alive and you eat, you poop. Okay? If you have a fear of toilets, that's a really bad (laughs) way to go. So in 2015, a teenage girl died after holding it in for eight months. Weeks. The buildup nah. led the buildup led to her chest cavity being compressed, and she oh died God. of a heart attack. A post mortem revealed she had a massive extension of the large bowel. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> this is gross, dude. I, I'm just saying. If dude. you don't
2: have let me poop ready to go, dude, I, I'm not sure what we're doing <laughs> at this point. Well,
0: uh, we went le- we went let me go, but you know, Shannon, you are a very ac- very correct, sir.
3: Come, in, no one can see. <laughs> oh my God, now I feel
2: like I have to pee. I hate how this feels. Don't let them know,
0: bro. Forty days, it's time.
2: No. Well, now
0: they know. It's time. It's
3: time. Let me poop. poop. Can't hold it in anymore. How
0: bad is that going to (laughs) stink? How big is that log going to be? Oh.
2: It's In like question.
0: you know, you know that ride at King's Dominion. It's gonna be like the log flume. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, complete, and, you know, and, and and actually, I'm just saying, but, like
2: after a couple of days, uh, that, it, it's at least a foot long, man. Like, <laughs> but
0: this is not a subway this commercial. Is this is not a, not a five dollar. Five dollar foot long, dude, 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 get it out of just there! Just saying, man. I mean, is it going to be like Sigourney Weaver and Alien? You know what I'm saying? Is it going to like rupture out of <laughs> It's like you? know rah! Like this attack? I mean, you're
2: saying that that shit went to that girl's like chest cavity? Oh. So it's like
0: attack of the killer turds, man. It's just, dude, dude, get it out of just
3: there! Just let it go.
0: Get it. Just let it go. Look, bro.
3: I mean- <laughs> get that
0: thing out of there, man.
1: Now, now, <laughs> Dustin, I remember when you had the paralytic ileus. I remember how it was Bro. for you just a just a fart. But to imagine going 40 days without taking a shit, I'm sorry. When you gotta go, just go. Find just, a toilet and go. I don't yeah, care.
0: I, I just I don't think that's even if he's hiding drugs in the system. I don't think that's worth it. No, and if he is, not, and look, if, and if he is hiding drugs in the system, stop breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just saying, man.
2: That turd wants to do it. All it wants to do is break free, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, Shannon, there are times when you know you just have to
0: shake it off, dude. You got ankle burn, dude. Dude. when the
2: dinkberry doesn't want to release
0: that that's what is that is that key and peel where it's dingle mccringleberry or something like that i mean like <laughs> that that's gonna be such an impressive vlog it's gonna have a name you know what i mean yeah scare me bro bro look dude 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 we know if you're gonna get every single song dropped on you 40 days we understand we understand <laughs> <laughs> Forty days. <laughs> no. Take a dump. <laughs> like, oh.
2: like the bed that is,
0: man. No, no. Look, go ahead, and rock the block, rock the block on the, on that on that toilet, dude. Just bang. Get, get the Look. squatty potty,
2: so <laughs> did you poop properly.
4: Squatty potty.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's like uh two bowels, one cup. I mean, just get it out. Oh. <laughs> get it out, get it done. Move along. That's just disgusting. Okay, alright. We we Ugh. need we desperately need to shift gears here. <laughs>
2: You need to check gears, Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you, you did
1: say <laughs> earlier about what Olympic event we want to be a part of, but didn't you say that you had something that Matt would I be a do, part I do. of okay, in the Olympics?
0: Okay, so so and, and you know, look, I always tell everybody, I love the Olympics, man. Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics, I love them. And so there's too much content, you know, to watch in like one sitting. It, it just is. So it's like. My DVR gets full. I stream it. I watch it. I read about it, and you know, a lot of times, even if I know what happens, I like to watch the events anyway. Now, granted, I, I do take some liberties, fast forwarding and skipping and doing other things, but I just like to absorb the the Olympics in totality. It's just one of my things. I don't. If Sarah thinks I'm crazy. Matter of fact, oh, I
2: just, we, we understand. Yeah.
0: Matter of fact, I still have the closing ceremonies from Pyeongchang on my DVR. I've watched. I've cleared everything else out. And we're, like, what, a week out, a week and a half out of the, the end of the Olympics? Uh, and I still have that on there. So that's the last thing I really need to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, I thoroughly love the Olympics. I just, you know, you get to see stuff you don't normally, you know, care about. Um, you get all kinds of, like, fun random stuff. And the Winter Olympics are great because, like, there could be – you have the randomest names from some of these, like, Nordic countries and – you know, uh, European blocks and all, just some of the names are phenomenal. I mean, there could be a dude named Farfing Nugan and you would be like, "That's his actual name." You would totally, you know what I mean? You would totally believe it. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's, it's. I, I love the Olympics, but I do think for us from the sports brew standpoint, and we'll talk a little bit about the Olympics. We'll have a little bit of fun with that. Two things that are important. Number one, if we're talking about the Olympics, I always break out the Spice Girls. Always. Always. Okay. always, 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 right? because
2: <laughs> Thank- <laughs> that was for a long time our highest rated podcast
0: was a Spice it was. Girls it was. Olympics. Yeah, it was when the Spice Girls did the, the what did they do? I don't remember if they did the opening the ceremony. I think it was, Summer Olympics. I think it was the closing ceremonies. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, uh, but I thought that was you know I loved that. I thought that was a lot of fun, but yeah, that was one of our our uh, highest. Played Epps for years, and it still gets broken out <laughs> when I look up like the play it count month. Yeah, does. It, it does. It's really, it's really odd to me that 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 particular episode lives on somehow in the great digital beyond. Um, so it always kind of cracks me up. But you know, I thought it, it's relevant when we talk about the Olympics. You go, okay, all right. So if we were, if we were taking the sports brew, if it was the sports brew Winter Olympics, you know, what would we do? What would we be? Right. So my thought. is if it's all of us collectively for damn sure it's a four-man bobsled right for damn sure all right and you know i'm not a teeny tiny guy uh randy you're not a teeny tiny guy Uh, (laughs) Uh, mark's not a teeny tiny guy i don't know that we can fit in the freaking bobsled but i tell you what once we got going we'd be freaking rolling dude uh that would be a freight train man but so if you I, need
2: to break out lit biscuit, we'd be rolling, rolling.
1: Yeah, no, rolling. that's true. That's true.
0: That's true. Uh, you know, I, I, would hate,
1: I would hate to be the guy behind the man in the front. Someone drops ass, and you know, everybody's behind us. So. Oh,
0: oh my god! I hate that shit, dude. That's hey.
2: why you scare that
1: beforehand.
0: Rock and feel. <laughs> That's why it. That's why what we'd have to do is at the start. Somebody would just have to let one rip right as we start running with the bobsled, because you, you have you have to run away from the stank. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it, so serious question: It's a four man bobsled. So who is behind yelling at us when we're running? Like who's the who's the one yelling for the start?
2: Oh, it's gotta be
0: you. Okay, so I'm out of the bobsled. I'm the person yelling at y'all to run. That's what you're saying. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, I kind of figured I'd get nominated to be the person that would yell at everybody,
2: <laughs> you have the voice to tell everybody what to do. Which, I mean, also mean, which
0: also means I'd be the one to totally cut a big stank nasty. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: just with your a bobsled to give us a little extra oomph.
3: Yeah,
0: nice, nice. I like that. I like that. There you go. There you go. But I was thinking, you know, if 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 people could could pick their sport, what would they What would they do? What would they be? And so, uh, Whitfield's not with us tonight. But I thought, you know, if there was anything that would be perfect for old Whitfield, <laughs> I totally envision Whitfield as a figure skater. <laughs> and this would be what he would dance to. What would Brian Boitano do if he <coughs>
3: for
0: Woodfield lo- does have some fire breath there you go. so that that's <laughs> what he would be out there skating to, man. What would Brian...
2: that, is, that that is an awesome pool, by the way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hadn't heard that in forever and, and I was like, no, I gotta I gotta go with it, man. I gotta go with it.
2: That is phenomenal.
0: Uh, I don't even know what oh, year my. that is anymore. Thousand?
2: Two thousand and one? Something it, like
0: that? It doesn't even matter. Like and you know, if Mark was a figure skater, he'd be out there to do some Susan Boyle, dude. For sure. Oh, I dreamed a dream.
2: There, you know, on the, um, the book commercials or whatever those are.
0: So, like, what would you guys like if uh, outside of bobsledding, if you if you were gonna do an Olympic sport, what would it be?
2: God, I would have to say like the the. Uh, are you talking Winter Olympics only? Or Winter. Olymp- or-
0: well, we just wrapped up the Winter Olympics. Let's stick with the Winter Olympics for now.
2: I mean, God, I'd have to say curling because I could drink beer while I'm doing the broom
0: thing. Oh, see, and and that's a fr- we could be four man bobsled, and we could we could be curlers.
2: I yeah, I mean, like the the main dude from the U.S. is like a regional sports manager at a sport sporting goods
0: company. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great, dude. It'd be great. I mean, I want to look. I would request that, or,
2: or a loser where you just get in the thing and steer and drink
0: beer. I don't know. I don't know if you want to be drinking beer on the lose, man, or skeleton. That would be like really tough. I would say this: if if we if we were curlers, right? If we were out there a curling team, um, all I know is I'd like to think this would be our walkout song.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. yes. I think so. That would be let's be honest, man, that would be freaking beast. Oh, I fucking <laughs> Hell yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, we'd be flexing all over the place. <laughs> with our with our beer, cur- with our beer curls? <laughs> <laughs> nice
2: doing the ear thing. Telling the crowd to cheer louder. But you see, Shannon, you
1: actually picked a good sport because this way we can utilize our gas to help us propel us down
2: the ice with the current for-
1: We're rocket
0: propelled again, so in the bobsled, yeah. we're rocket propelled. Yeah, we and-
2: have to be like in fantastic athletic shape. We All can right,
0: just <laughs> do whatever. Just I'll be, be honest. honest. I also know that go quite- ahead an
1: Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Damn it! If we're drinking beer, you know we're gonna get gassy. Let's be honest. Mm. The other I thing sure. I was
0: thinking. Like cuz obviously it was really funny that that Russian curler got busted for doping or whatever. And I was like, god, if there was anybody in the brew crew who would get in who would get popped for something dumb. And I was like, oh, it would be Mark. He lives in the in the district. Of course he would. <laughs> He'd be the one. He's all legalized <laughs> recreational medicinal. He's the one that would get popped. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, So stupidity. No, I still, I I don't know. I still love the, I still love envisioning Whitfield as a figure skater, something so graceful, (laughs) right? And and and, and then him.
1: (laughs) See, I would go the other way. For me, if I had to pick a sport, yeah, I'd actually probably go with one of the more physical ones, and I'd actually probably do hockey. Hockey's good, man. Just because you know throwing your body weight around and hitting and checking people into the boards and stuff, come on, got a yes? Yeah.
0: Oh, you'd be a bowling ball out of ice, man. Hell yeah. I'd, I'd hate to get cross-checked by you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> mm. that, that'd be a that'd be a bitch, bro. Uh, oh, oh, also, uh, over the past month, I've had um, you know, like random stuff, and I did. Uh, I was hoping Mark would be on the night because <clears throat> I'd forgotten about this song. Actually, I'd forgotten about this group, and. Uh, as we're cranking up some tasty beverages, I thought I'd do, go a little throwback here because honestly, it's Thursday now. So this is kind of like throwback Thursday and it's uh, a group uh, YBT. They went, uh, their name was the Young Black Teenagers. What's odd is none of them are black, but there's a song called Tap the Bottle. And I was like, dude, I, was, I, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole, dude. You know how YouTube is. Sounds like the era, doesn't it? Wow!
3: Yeah.
0: It was just a fun song, man. Just a fun, like fun that throwback. Is fun. Yeah. 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 Not bad, dude. Like, uh, and that's really the era, like, kind of that era of, of hip hop and rap is like one of my favorite parts. And so, every once in a while, when you go down the rabbit hole of YouTube and you like bounce around, bounce around, bounce around, bounce around, you're like, oh my god, I had forgotten about them, or I'd forgotten about that. And you crank it up and have a good, just a good time with it. It was a fun drinking song. So I was hoping that uh, Mark might remember it. Granted, he's only 21 for the 10th time, but allegedly allegedly reportedly of course he also gets tased with some degree of frequency so that probably explains a lot (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i will say this though we would totally you know we would rock the hulk hogan theme uh we would not we would not ever have fergie sing the national anthem for us i can tell i can tell you that uh that was god-awful by the way uh, God-awful by... Oh, my gosh. I love the meltdowns on Twitter about it.
2: Charles Barkley just called. He said it was terrible. Tur-
0: terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite favorite tweets was like, Colin Kaepernick was like, don't disrespect the anthem like that. Uh, I loved that one. But uh, there's a remix of it, which actually is kind of entertaining. And if Uh-oh. you didn't hear the remix, this... Uh, kudos to uh, uh, DJ Swade, the remix god this cracked me up and by the way it's a good thing we've had something to drink because uh this th- that performance was brutally rough
3: oh, say, yet...
0: are you ready because here it comes oh, Jesus Anyway, <laughs> the remix, <laughs> anyway, uh, the remix Dude, is kind of fun. I feel
2: like it took a bong hit, and it's still not that good. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean it's still tragically bad, but oh, I just that God. that the look. Even Carl Lewis thought that was rough, buddy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and,
0: and my favorite part is still the guy that's like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh
4: oh, uh oh. I just
0: and that's <laughs> a classic. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> I <laughs> mean, that's like that's like the all-time dude. This is one of the that uh, yes. It, look, if you're challenging Carl Lewis for worst national anthem fail ever, you are doing it wrong. Oh man. And I don't I don't have any grievance with Fergie, man. I don't hate her or anything like that. But uh, I was not a fan of that. Uh, not a fan in any capacity of her uh, version, rendition, execution, or performance. Somebody should have been like, "Yo, don't do that." Yeah. You know, that just five
2: year olds who perform that better. That
0: that was that was rough, dude. That was rough. That was painful. That was painful. But I do love I, I do love Carl Lewis. I don't know if anybody can dethrone the guy. Whoa. <laughs> uh oh. Uh <laughs> oh. Maybe Roseanne Barr. Maybe. 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 Yeah, that
1: was pretty horrible back in the day.
0: Oh, it was tragic. It was tragic. <clears throat> but still, this
1: sounds like someone's <laughs> killing a cat. I mean, what the hell?
4: <laughs> uh oh.
3: Uh oh. Stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? We're not gonna record it, we're gonna do it
3: live. <laughs> <laughs> a, I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay.
4: We'll, we'll do it live!
3: Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Fucking thing sucks! And we'll do it live! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thing
4: sucks!
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live! <laughs> fuck it. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! How do you fuck that up? This guy's a basketball! How do you fuck that up? <laughs> 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 <This place is laughs> Clearly,
1: Fergie
2: shouldn't have done it live. Hey, <laughs> no <laughs> justin those are actually really good timing by the way
3: uh,
0: all, all done on the fly I'll, I'll live with it um, I'll live with right. it that people may actually copy that. Uh, maybe maybe oh oh <laughs> <laughs> so was that beer just tasted <laughs> oh Fergie
5: hey where are the white women at <laughs>
0: Not, not
2: for the singing, bro. Not for How the do singing. You fuck that up. Is that <laughs> that's
3: bad? How do you fuck that up?
0: Hmm. Pretty easily, apparently. So Anywho, so there you go. So that <laughs> there was no way we were gonna. I had to at least reference that disaster somehow, and now we did, and now it's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, where do we go next? Where do we go next? Oh, oh, other really good randomness. Um, we need to, we, obviously we need good stuff. Have you heard Sam Jackson explaining Game of Thrones yet?
2: Oh no, I have. Kids. Oh I haven't.
0: Oh man. The first thing you need to know about this world is... no, not dragons. Fuck those dragons. Focus. (laughs) The seasons in this
5: place last a ridiculously long time. So when we start this, everyone has just come out of a long, long summer. So let's just say they ain't too happy about winter coming. Winter is
0: coming.
3: Winter is coming. Winter is coming.
0: Stop that. You're making me uncomfortable. Over in Westeros, Lord Eddard Stark. He has this whole, I mean, it's like seven minutes long. And it's just Sam Jackson talking about and explaining Game of Thrones. It is fantastically worth your time, okay? It, it, A, we always love Sam Jackson here. But I love the, I, I the ending to this. I think th- this is where it's just, to me, phenomenal. And thank you, Sam Jackson. for li- I'm so glad I'm alive <laughs> during the time that Sam Jackson is on this planet, dude. <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, but here you go. Sam Jackson's thoughts on Game of Thrones. All
3: right, folks. We run out of time. James. Shame. Shame. Because all of this is NOTHING compared to
5: what we didn't have a chance to get into. The backstabbing, the lying, the cheating, the parts that'll make you feel uncomfortable... ...parts that will break your heart. Epic battles. I mean, you need to see it for yourself. You really do. And uh Huh?
3: What? Yes! Yes! Okay, yeah, yeah, yes, we have dragons! After all that, you're still stuck on these fucking dragons! Okay, you want to see a dragon, motherfucker? All
5: right, here you go. Here you fucking go. You
0: happy now? I love it. Awesome. It's seven minutes. It is one hundred percent worth your time. Shannon, have you actually watched? Are you current on Game of Thrones? I am not. Oh my! I watched one
2: episode with you, but like, oh, uh, I need to find a a week. Well. A week or a weekend or something where I have nobody bothering me and catch
0: up. That's a that's a that's a good binge. That's a lot of. I don't know. Can you, Randy? What do you think? Is that too much to binge in a weekend? <clears throat> that's a lot of. Maybe shows a month. That, well, cause well been, I
2: did, I, did, I have what like a, a year and a half, two years before the next season comes out.
0: Twenty nineteen. man It's forever. It feels yeah, like exactly, it feels like forever. So
2: I, well, actually, what HBO did before the
1: last season came out is i think they started on a friday mm-hmm. and it was just 24 7 all weekend long bef- until the premiere of the new, the new season mm-hmm. they just did the they, all the, the, the entire series series from start to finish
0: <clears throat> well maybe there'll be some like random if they have a free do you have hbo shannon i do not okay so every once in a while they do a free weekend or a free whatever, free week, oh, blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, totally. When they do that, um, if you get it on your TV, you have a DVR, yeah. Absolutely. Yo, yeah, record the crap out of it, dude. Just record the crap out of that thing. Um, it's a, t- it's a. T- I, mean, I don't even know. I, I would have to do an episode count. It is an amazing amount of content. Or if somebody will let you like use their HBO Go login or something, shh, nobody ever does that. Of course, of course not. of course course not not. nobody ever does anything like that uh but uh it's that that you know Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones are two of the like television series that to me you you have to you just you got to watch those man I love Breaking Bad um I'm doing Better Call Saul now although I totally forgot about uh season three and so I forgot to set the DVR so I haven't seen season three yet I will damn it but it's not on Netflix
2: Crap! Hey, by, by the way, Justin, yeah. just the uh, just to consider a uh, consider it for Mark.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I hear Fargo's
0: pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I might have to get on Fargo. <laughs> I might have to get on Fargo. I keep doing I, other that's things for you, Mark. Yeah, I keep getting on other stuff. I did uh, I totally. I was. Su- I was super excited about the new uh, uh, season of Voltron that came out on Netflix, and so I watched all of it in like two days. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Uh but it, I got I got I super got into it man. I love that. I loved Voltron as a kid and I love the uh I love 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 the Netflix uh kind of reboot, remake, reimagining whatever you want to call it of uh Voltron. That's Hard to uh, believe
1: it's season 5. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. the the uh, you know, the newer seasons aren't as long as the early ones and I think yeah. the next one is is due out in like June or whatever. Uh, but that's more a me thing. I I wouldn't necessarily say that people need to you know go out of their way to watch Voltron. I love it, but uh, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, man, there's just so much pop culture reference, in it, and they're just milestone shows. Well, really milestone pieces of work for sure. Uh, anyway, all right, well let's uh, let's read right back to some actual sports. Let me get rid of uh, Fergie here. We don't need any, any more of yo yo yeah yeah. We're done with that, I think. Yeah. Um yeah, no more skinning of a no. cat. No, no 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 more of that. Uh random headline fun. I do like this. Uh a bunch of brown a bunch of fired Browns coaches got together for a dinner party during the combine at a restaurant called Rock Bottom. I think that's <laughs> I think that's pretty fantastic. So uh, former Cleveland head coach, uh let's see, uh Mike Patton and then yeah, which which, which coach? <laughs> Pat Shermer, Mike Pettin, Rob uh, Chudzinski, John. I don't even. I don't even remember that guy. Filippo uh, North Turner, Romeo Cornell, and perhaps more. Uh, and I just like how this one ends. Uh, if Cleveland has a repeat of last year, they may want to save a seat for Hugh Jackson at the table. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, wait, <laughs> like wait, wait!
2: Bill Belichick wasn't leading this. No, What's Bill,
0: going on? I don't think Bill, Bel- Bill. Well, he was not invited. <laughs> He's busy, dude. He's got other stuff to do.
2: Uh, He wins, so obviously... Yeah, he's not going to be at
0: rock bottom. Not going to be at rock bottom. I also love this headline, and it was uh, about uh, Saquon Barkley, who obviously was uh, gangbusters at the Combine. And uh, look, I'm going to readily admit, I watched a a grand total of about 45 seconds of the Combine, and the only person I paid attention to was um, uh, Griffin, the dude from UCF. Shaq, yeah. Yeah, Shakeem. Shakeem Griffin. Shakeem. Uh, yeah, watch I watched him do his forty, watched uh him uh making a catch and, and then doing just like just reps with the prosthetic uh prosthetic hand and just banging out a bunch of freaking bench presses. Dude, I tell you what, man, you know, football is f- football's a kind of a wild sport in its own capacity and it'll it'll eat people up and chew people out, you know, for sure. Uh but Griffin, man, that guy, I don't know where he's gonna get drafted, but if that dude flat out deserves to be has earned get his way That
2: guy in my locker room. Get him
0: on get him on get him on your roster, get him in your locker room. I don't know where he's yeah. gonna go, how high he's gonna go. Uh but that's a guy with guts, that's a guy with heart, that's a guy with resolve, determination, and he he's got some he's got and he's not just a story. Dude's got some dude, skills, bro. Why? Nah, I would
2: I would take him God I ch- and maybe, maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm being sentimental here, but I would take him late first, anywhere in the second, anywhere in the third.
0: Yeah, I mean third definitely. I would
2: want, I would definitely, want that guy, that type of heart, that influence in my locker room. Yeah. I just, I, you know, if I want to be a championship team, I need that guy who's going to be at the heart of the defense in my locker
0: room. Look. Griffin had his left hand amputated at the age of four. He banged out 20 reps uh, of 225 on the bench press and then rocked a 40-yard dash time that was the fastest of any linebacker since 2003 at 4.38. Okay? Get that guy in my locker room. I like, the, I like this little snippet on that. The run was also the fastest of any player, regardless of his position, at that weight in a decade. Here's the thing. I mean, you know, some people are workout warriors and they're combine stars, and then they fade away and disappear and don't do anything in the league. That guy's got film and tape, whatever you want to call it. He's a gamer. Let, that, let me let me. That dude's a gamer.
2: Let, let me say this, Justin. Yeah. In their uh, um, bowl game against Auburn, uh huh. Griffin was the best player on the field in that game. He was absolutely, positively the best player on the field in that game. Yeah. So you're talking about an elite SEC team uh, versus a team UCF, you know, which is I don't even know what the hell league they're in, but it's not that great of a league. And they, but
0: they have a championship banner that they, <laughs> they hey, put up. That that <laughs> tremendous.
2: You know what? And if all these NCAA things come true, then maybe it'll end up being a national championship banner. Who knows?
0: <laughs> well, to them, it already <laughs> is. To them, it
2: already is. Randy, what was that one soundbite from that wrestling fan?
3: It, to me, it's still
2: real. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh, that <laughs> cr- that crying dude. I don't know. I don't remember yes. what wrestler he was talking to. Yeah, that guy. That like, it's like he was like a forty or fifty year old man that about broke down into tears. It's still Can real it to me.
3: It's still real to me. Damn it! I mean, thank, thank
4: you.
3: you, It's still real to me. Damn it! Thank,
0: thank you.
3: you, man.
0: <laughs> 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 it's fantastic. Fantastic.
2: fantastic. Uh, but you know that. Look, man, in that bowl game mm-hmm. against an elite SEC team, uh, Shaq Griffin. I'm just gonna that dude. I've seen him play twice in person, and both times he was the best player on the field. And seeing the combine and seeing him play in person twice, yeah, it, dude. I, I, it it's not a feel good story that that kick and ball
0: well it is a feel good story but the like, guy's legit like,
2: like, this is like when we're watching primetime on sunday night
0: mhm
2: he's going to ball and he's going to get the call
0: going to ball like, going to get the call
2: i can tell you that already
0: yeah look, I, this
2: I, is a baller
0: look I, you know it's one of those things that um you know what you do once you're in uh, in the show, the big leagues. Man, a lot of that's up to you. I mean, you hope you go to a you know somewhere where there's a fit for you, schematic, organizationally. But you know, uh, there's something that differentiates people, and and particular like players in sports. And and there's guys that just that sell out and really go after it. And he's you know what I mean. He just feels like he's one of those guys. I I, mean, I don't know what his ceiling is. Uh, maybe he flames out. I, he, he might. But the thing is. Uh, he's the kind of guy that, to me, you want to bring in because of how much fight that he's had. You know, he has to have in him to have gotten to this point, right? And, and that, I think, you that kind of quality is something that's worth taking, throwing a dart, and going after it. Because uh, I think that guy is going to bring it. Uh, we'll see if, you know, what he actually does at the next level. But he, to me, he's 100% earned his shot. He's earned what he does with it is up to him, but I think he's one hundred percent earned his shot. And I hope, I hope that guy gets drafted. I, well, he's going to get drafted, but I, I hope that he, uh, I hope that he can parlay, parlay that into a to a good NFL career.
2: I think it just matters for where he is drafted. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it, to me, he's the best story of the combine by far. Um, the other thing that, that I thought this was a great line from the combine, I think we all kind of knew that, uh, Saquon Barkley was obviously going to put on a good show. Uh, but this is one of my favorite lines. And again, I, I don't watch a lot of the combine stuff. I just, it's, you know, I don't need to watch, but so much of the underwear Olympics, you know what I'm saying? The only captain underpants I'm dealing with these days are like kids books. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need meat popsicle underwear Olympics. However, I will say, I love this line. Uh, this is from, uh, Mike Freeman tweeted this out and said, um, NFL assistant coach on Saquon Barkley, quote, I would punch myself in the nuts many, many, many times to be able to draft him. <laughs> damn. And I'm like, damn right you would. Damn right you would. <laughs> damn right you would. Uh, that part was pretty fantastic. So, uh, speaking of like random incredible feats, and we were talking about Game of Thrones earlier, uh. And this is almost like Combine-esque, right? Workout warrior craziness. But uh, the mountain from Game of Thrones. Holy crap. Watching that video of this guy. He did a deadlift. He set the deadlift world record at 1,041 pounds. And the bar this guy is lifting is gigantic. I mean, I mean, and he's huge. What is he, 6'9"? I mean, that dude is crazy huge yeah. anyway. But uh, 1,041 pounds is what that guy deadlifts. Absolutely beastly ridiculous. Ed Hockley, even Ed Hockley was impressed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, oh, dude, Ed, Ed, Ed. Let's tip one out. Let's, Let's raise a glass for old Hockley, man. I think he's, I think, I'm not raising squat to Jeff Triplett. That guy can go away. (laughs) <laughs> but, but Ed Hockley, man, that guy, uh, you know, that, you know how like Madden, there was like Maddenisms and there was a distinctive style to John Madden. And I still miss that Hockley is one of those guys that even if he got on your nerves a little bit, um, he, he was kind of entertaining in his own way, uh, with how he did calls and how he flexed and his, I mean, and, and dude, you could tell that guy was buff. <laughs> uh, he did some bicep curls, man, for sure. But I'm I'm going to miss him, dude. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss his long-winded-ass explanations. Uh, I'm going to miss him being out on the field. But I hope he enjoys his retirement. I really do. And I'm curious to see what his son is like since his son is <laughs> now an NFL ref, which is pretty crazy. Uh, but Ed Hockley, man, raising a glass in your honor, sir. Just not for that Chargers-Broncos game. But I, other than that, <laughs> mm. raising a glass in your honor. Shannon, did we lose Shannon? Nope, oh, nope, there he is.
2: Sorry, dude, I I um, had to cough and I put my mic on mute and apparently I forgot to put it back on. So
0: that's okay, that's all right. And because you sent me the link, you sent me the link for that awesome Ed Hockley that's the Why Norb's upset?
3: The play should have been ruled a fumble by rule. The ball was dead when it hits the ground because the whistle was blown. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's Denver's ball at the 10-yard line, which is the spot that the ball hit the ground. Down. Hey, oh,
2: not, not only was the whistle blown, <laughs> the call was blown as well. So instead of the game being over, Denver has new life. And two plays after that new life, Cutler fires into the end zone of his rookie receiver, Eddie Royal.
3: So what do you do here, oh Steve? Oh, my God, Hey,
2: Royal.
0: Holy yeah, shit. Buddy. Time,
3: but no, Mike Shanahan says I'm at home.
0: Dude, Mike Shanahan's still in Denver. How old is this clip?
3: Crap. I'm going for two. I'm going for two. And it's Cutler. Is who's the rookie BC error? Yes. what's going on? Two points. <laughs> and the Broncos were.
0: Oh, yeah. That's just great to see. Oh, my God. What a hoot. What a hoot. But anyway, yeah. Good old, good old. Ed Hocules, man, Hercules <laughs> I'm gonna miss that guy oh, gentlemen, what else do we need to talk about? Mm. well i I actually found some
1: randomness I thought was kind of interesting what you got so so I found an article uh as I was going through stuff earlier, prepping here, and apparently uh. Gronkowski is a step closer to competing in the Kentucky Derby. That was the title of the, the article. K- the Kentucky Come to find Derby. Out someone, apparently somebody named
0: their horse Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just- What was that thing that they used to have? It was um it was it was like the Keg the Keg, the keg the kegosaur, uh Kegasaur do you remember I was like uh, was it a guy that was in like a centaur costume or something? Right. There's something really. Mm-hmm. Was that the Kentucky Derby? Oh God,
3: I, I can't remember. Dude. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it was the Kentucky Derby. I don't. I, I want to say they stopped doing it, but Keg. I'm. Gonna, I'm going to look up Kegasaur. I don't think that's right. Kegakus? I don't know. There's something Rick like really bananas.
2: I I will, uh, very quickly. I just want to give Jordan Bohannon of Iowa. Uh, some props. He intentionally missed a free throw uh, because he had made, I want to say, 34 in a row. Yes. And there was a gentleman who had passed away in the early 90s. His mm-hmm. name was uh, Chris Street. Yeah. And uh, that was a good story, by the way. And he intentionally missed a free throw so that Chris Street's name could remain the head, like, the most free throws made in a row for Iowa's basketball team. Um, Iowa went on to win that game, and you know his parents were there at the game, and he missed it on purpose, and the parents gave him a hug. And uh, the the opponent was Northwestern, and oh uh,
0: gosh, who's the Duke Pegasus, player? Pegasus, uh, And it was at the Preakness. <laughs> the,
2: who's the former Duke player that's uh, coaching Northwestern? Chris Ah uh, God, what's his name? Anyway, the, the the Duke head or the Northwestern head coach had played played at Duke and played against Chris Street and uh knew Chris Street personally from his playing days and gave the guy props for missing that free throw as well. So, um do uh not Duhan. Chris Collins. It,
0: yes, Collins. Chris Collins. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, too many <laughs> drinks at this point to remember. Um, <laughs> Apparently, you've been hanging out with Kegasus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. The it, mask of infield party recorded. So yeah, no, it's your, okay. Your boy
2: needed some drinks. Uh, so yes, Chris Collins, thank you, sir, and um, I will shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lord.
1: You know Kegasus made an impact when he's got his own
0: Wikipedia page. He does. He does. He does. He does.
2: Kegasus has his own Wikipedia page.
0: Hell yeah. That's because Kegasus is awesome. Hello. By the way.
2: Justin. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if Kegasus needs to make an appearance at the Chili Cook Off.
0: Bro, hmm. that'd be pretty fantastic. We should have Kegasus yeah. at the Chili Cookoff. Um there's a small possibility that uh we might have a taco truck at the jelly cook off. Hey, now I'm not going to talk
2: about, like you, you try separate. to get us, you try to get all the married men in trouble with the taco truck. What's Look, going on?
0: Now? I'm not going to promise it because, uh, uh, the, uh, the friend that's talking about that, uh, has a fruit. There's a friend of mine that, uh, most of y'all have probably not met. I've known him forever. Uh, he's not local. Um, and he, uh, he was like, oh, you're not going to invite me to the chili cook-off? I'm like, well, come to the chili cook-off, dude. And he asked if he, you know, if he showed up, if he could bring his food truck. And so I did a panorama of my backyard, which tells you he's never been to my house. Um, uh, oh. and we've lived here since, I don't know, 2009. So, uh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's not somebody I see frequently, but, um, I told him if he, if he was going to bring his food truck, to bring his food truck, we had plenty of room. So a bounce house, if we have a bounce house. And a taco truck at the Chili Cook-Off. I'm I'm telling you, that's going to be pretty damn epic. And I'm going to have to go to Costco for toilet paper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Toilet paper, whatever, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for damn sure, man. Because y'all going to blow it up. If we have a Chili Cook-Off and a taco truck, y'all going to blow it up.
1: (laughs) Just don't have barf
2: one there.
0: you know. No, no barf one. (laughs) I mean,
1: who need a bounce house when we'll have enough gas to
2: lift people off the ground by oh. our own? I mean, damn. Yeah. Hey, L- Logan's got his own bounce house, man.
0: He does. <laughs> bounce house is gonna be fun, but the, it, it's an adult free zone, man. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be kids only, dude. Good I don't, luck I, with that. I don't need. I don't need a, a whole crew of drunk fools loaded up with tacos <laughs> and chili getting up in a bounce house, dude. <laughs> That sounds like that That just sounds like a complete 100% disaster. You know what I'm saying? Disaster in the making, like without a doubt. (laughs) No, thank you. I know better than that. (laughs) I know better than that. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not at all. Not doing that. Um, let's just uh, tie a couple of loose ends real quick. Uh, obviously, the 2018 franchise tag values are set. Uh, we know uh, quarterbacks are obviously off the charts. Uh, quarterback's about 23 million. Uh, who would you think would be bringing it up right after? I mean, you knew quarterbacks to be number one, but uh, you want to you want to take a stab at some of the other stuff.
2: I'd say number two is either defensive ends or receivers.
0: Well, O-line's up there a little little over 14. Linebackers are closing on 15, and cornerbacks are closing on 15. Getting pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, the reason that's obviously relevant is we've got, um, you know, Le'Veon Bell, of course, gets the second year in a row he's getting the franchise tag. So, for him this year, it's a $14.5 million salary. All right. And I don't know what happens with the Steelers, uh, I'd love to see them get Bell under contract. Um at the same token, Le'Veon, if you if you stay on field and stay upright and stay healthy, and I know that's a, a running backs, man, it's a different deal. I like, I totally get it. But if you're gonna get franchise tag a couple years in a row, it's not the worst thing that can happen to you. Oh, guaranteed I mean, money. Guaranteed money, dude, because that's there. That's there, that's done Booyah. So we'll see. But it's a lot it's a lot of money out there, man. I think the one that surprises me are, are kickers and punters, man. The franchise tag for them is just a shade under $5 million. <laughs> wow. Like, I'd be like, nah, so nah, I'll let you walk. I mean, I, I don't so know. Unappreciated. Well, I mean, fine, unappreciated, whatever. It's just like that's one of those areas I think that you'd be willing to save some money. <laughs> Unless you really have a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal kicker or punter. Uh, anywho. Le'Veon. Uh, get him under contract, y'all. Come on. Get it done. This should have
1: been done years ago.
0: Get it done. Get it done. Uh, it is going to be weird. Um, Richard Sherman's going to be out of Seattle. So he's owed, uh, I think, $11 million bucks next year. So it looks like this, the Seahawks are trying to trade him. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, Randy, I would laugh, by the way, if the Seahawks... You know, cut him and uh, Richard Sherman went to the 49ers because I know how much you love Richard (laughs) Sherman. So secretly, I kind of (laughs) hope I kind of hope that (laughs) I kind of hope that happens because I want you to have to be like, I hate you, but thank you, Richard Sherman. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, and the thing is, is it seems like as the years have progressed, he's calmed down a lot compared to what he used to be. Yeah. So it, it, he's not as big of a loudmouth as, as he once was. And he's actually been, you know, kind of championing, you know, just, you know, players rights and, you know, their right to do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like he's supported Kaepernick through the whole thing that Kaepernick <laughs> was doing. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, it would be interesting if he did end up in San Francisco, but I think I think that uh, Lynch and Shanahan are looking at, at going younger. In that, in that well, area, maybe having a couple of veterans that are yeah. just in general. Because, I mean, they're, they're going to release Eric Reed. I mean, he, his contract's up, so he's going to be a free agent. And it's not a bad safety, but, you know, it's just one of those things. They're going younger. They're building through the draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, that's, that's roster building, roster balance. You know, roster building, roster balance. And, um, some, depending on what Sherman wants, I mean, he's going to get the chance to play. He's not done. Uh, although he's going to be coming off, obviously that Achilles injury and you know, that might limit him a bit, Maybe (coughs) he's not the same guy as before. I mean, who knows? We're not going to know that until he's on the field somewhere, but I think he's got enough time under his belt that he can be a a good contributor to it to plenty of teams. Hopefully he's healthy and is not, you know, physically diminished. Uh, but that's always a risk with a guy like that uh, at, at his age, coming off an injury. That maybe he just can't—you know what I mean—physically, he's just not the same guy. <clears throat> well, and um,
1: maybe this is an opportunity for him to maybe transition to safety. That might help long, you know. Yeah, possibly, his a possibly. Bit and, yeah,
0: possibly. But I, again, I just secretly hope he ends up in a, actually, no, apparently not secretly because I told you about it. Uh, I hope he ends <laughs> up in San Francisco. I think that would be an absolute riot. Uh, hopefully it goes better than McNabb to DC for me. Just saying. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a few
1: uh, veterans that have gone to DC that we could all say need anything could be better than what they what happened with them. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure. I'm looking,
1: at, uh, I'm looking at you, Bruce Smith and Dion Sanders.
0: <laughs> well, Bruce Smith was ancient. I'm not going to hold that against them. And so was Dion. I know. Well, <laughs> De- I, I think I think Dion I think Dion and Marty had the, had the beef. I think Deanna Marty had the beef. But I, I will always remember uh, Deon trying... I don't remember if it was a kickoff or was if he was feeling the punt. But it, like, bounced off his face mask. And it was just like, seriously? Really? Oh, <laughs> hashtag just Redskins things. Because, of course, that happened. Of course that happened. Um, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do, like, some favorites, some favorites or worst ofs or whatever from the last couple of weeks. Because we're going to wrap up and get out of here in a second anyway. And this is one of my favorite things. It was originally meant to be a spoof. Right, but uh, it wasn't present. It didn't. It it went viral, and it didn't feel like it was meant. It it was originally done as a spoof, but that was the backstory to it. Uh, But I love this. There was a a TV station in in Chicago, and they created uh, essentially a joke graphic dubbing the Pyeongchang Olympic Games the P.F. Chang 2018 (laughs) Uh, Olympic Games. It was meant. It was meant to be a satirical piece, uh, but obviously. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it people ran away with it, so because the graphic was not mistakenly used in a serious news segment about the games. So, but I, I love the fact, I love the fact. Well, a one, this one tweet I think is funny. Uh, producer, you're sure the Olympics are being held at a P.F. Chang's graphic intern? Pretty sure, producer. Done. Uh, I love that, but. What I thought was great was that P.F. Chang's actually kind of ran with it, which, I, you know, when, yep. when, when something like this happens, you know, grab it and do something with it, right? Because, you know, maximize it, leverage it. Kirk Cousins, that thing, leverage that shit, dude. Uh, and I love the fact that P.F. Chang's got in on it and they had they had a uh, they offered because they have a, a lettuce wrap. It's one of her signature items and they offered them for free with an entree purchase for one day and they called them Pyeongchang lettuce wraps <laughs> which i was like dude kudos to your marketing department or whoever cuz that that's the way you do it when you get some free pub and somebody screws something off have have a sense of humor about it and run with it run with it that i thought was funny and i enjoyed that so kudos to uh kudos to them uh for that one i do like uh not that it's worth much of anything, but it's at least fun headlines. <laughs> Josh Allen, I like this headline on, on PFT. Joss Allen can throw a football 90 yards and 70 miles an hour. Uh, well, you know what? Jeff George, a strong arm. Asshole. <laughs> Not a great NFL quarterback. So, just having a can. <laughs> this and done, is true. I'm just saying, just having a can doesn't mean you're going to get it done. But, again, the combine stuff is – it's intriguing, dude. It's intriguing. It Somebody that has an arm like that, that that can put that kind of mustard on something – it's just intriguing. Um, curious to see how that plays out for that guy. Lamar Jackson, I don't know that uh having your mother as an agent is the is the best move. Uh, but aside from that, I hope he gets a crack at quarterback. I think he's going to. But one thing I will say, uh obviously, you know, the plight of the black quarterback is one of those those things that you know people can run with that topic and and look at it a lot of different ways <clears throat> i know historically there's some issues but i'd like to believe her to the point now that you know black quarterbacks have cemented their place in the nfl but i hope lamar jackson gets a crack at being a quarterback in the nfl i think he's earned that that being said sometimes creating an opportunity space and being willing to do some stuff, don't Tim Tebow yourself out of the league. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, if you can't hack it as an NFL quarterback, but you can do some other things that buy you time and buy you the uh, roster, a roster position for you to work on your craft, get it and take it. Okay? Get it. Take it. Get on the field. Get the reps. Hopefully, you can be a starting NFL quarterback one day. But if that's not in the cards or you need to work yourself to that, do not forget. Do not forget the the case of one Cordell Stewart who broke into the league as slash and eventually parlayed that into a, a the opportunity to be a starting quarterback in the league. I'm not saying that's what Lamar Jackson's going to do. I like the guy. Right? But you know what? <laughs> to stay in the NFL, you got to be on a roster. You know who's not in the NFL? Tim Tebow. There's a lot of reasons for that. But one reason is because he wasn't a great quarterback. <laughs> but he, you know what I mean? He could have stayed in the league. So. Yeah, because he could have easily probably transitioned into wide yeah. receiver or something he, like he that. He could have done was... H-back. He could have done something. Yeah, he's but he's physically talented enough to do that. So I, I just don't want to see, you know, Lamar Jackson, I, you know, Devote yourself to being an NFL quarterback. I hope it works out. Kudos to you. But if, if you know, worst case scenario, if the only way you stay in the league is, is to change positions, change positions, bro. You know, it's
1: okay. Quite a few quarterbacks have done that.
0: But I, I I hope he gets a fair shot at developing as a quarterback out of the gate. Hopefully he does. What he does with that is up to him. But I I hope he gets that. I hope he gets. It's not gonna be like
1: Heinz Ward or Julian Edelman where they automatically went to wide receiver.
0: Right. I mean, well, I mean, I I think pretty sure Julian Edelman knew he wasn't gonna get a crack at being an NFL quarterback. (laughs) You know what I mean? Same thing with Heinz Ward. You know, but but that doesn't that doesn't mean you can't find ways to be useful. Whether it's trick plays or other things, you can be on field. You can be a football player. Maybe you're not necessarily the position you wanted. But if you're a gamer, you're a player, you will find a way to be on field and to contribute, and uh, I certainly think he can do that. I just hope he's not so stubborn about the quarterback thing that he uh, costs himself an opportunity space. Because, look, young guys, man, sometimes you just need developmental time. You know, you need NFL coaches, you need developmental time, refine your game, refine your skill set, and see what happens. I, I hope he gets that opportunity. I'd like to believe that he will. But just you know, don't be so stubborn that you you, you got to make a you got to be in the league. You know what I mean? You got to be right. in the league. One other thing I think is pretty fantastic, long overdue, uh, is the Redskins honoring their 1987 uh, replacement players with Super Bowl rings. It's one of those like stories you'd be like, seriously, they don't have rings. Uh, but the replacement players from that era, that strike in 1987, uh, the Redskins went three and uh during that strike. All right? It's one of the... It, <sighs> the Replacements is an entertaining movie for being ridiculous, right? It really right. is. But that that's an oddball accomplishment. But you know what? That's part of the season. That's part of the record. That's part of the deal. And I'm glad that the, the, the franchise, that the Redskins, and um, I don't know how much credit Daniel Snyder deserves for it, but I'm glad that the franchise is finally giving them some recognition for the role they played. Uh, In that season. I think it's appropriate. Uh, Long overdue. It says, quote, the 3-0 record of the uh, Redskins replacement players was part of the remarkable success of the 1987 Washington Redskins. Their contributions are part of a Redskins history. uh, Are part of Redskins history and represent an integral reason why a Lombardi's trophy from the 1987 campaign resides in our facility today. Damn. Whoa. You all right there, Shannon? Woo. Damn right it is. Damn right they did, and damn right you should recognize them. Those dudes deserve rings, and I'm glad they're finally getting they're they're, they're finally getting them. Uh, there's actually a documentary called "The Year of the Scab," uh, directed by John Dorsey, and it's going to be uh, aired as part of ESPN's Thirty for Thirty in September. Uh, look, I would, I was ten. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I remember a great deal about that, but I think in the scope of a franchise, particularly for a franchise that has the struggles that the Redskins do modern day. (laughs) Uh, I think it's, it's appropriate and long overdue that they're recognizing those guys for being part of it, man. So kudos to them. Enjoy the hardware fellas. Enjoy the rings, enjoy the hardware, enjoy the rings. All right, well let's get the hell out of here, man. Shannon's over there falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just
1: had, uh, my favorite and the worst. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, best and worst, uh, favorite, most hated, whatever you want to do. The best, uh, I actually, uh, kudos to the uh, U.S. women's hockey team for getting gold. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That Absolutely. An amazing dude. Amazing Salud. Game. Salud. Absolutely,
0: dude.
1: Cheers. Uh, definitely definitely the best. Uh, now, now the worst <clears throat> over the past couple of months. Uh, a couple of guys seem to uh, get in trouble. Uh, you got. Ruben Foster getting arrested a couple times, which kind of irritated the hell out of me. <laughs> and uh, then, of course we got Alden Smith, who is obviously now been released by the Raiders. But here's the funny thing. Apparently, we actually got a clip of apparently the same lawyer. They, they lured up with the same guy.
0: Come on, man.
1: <laughs> you, you Seriously?
0: It, oh, I thought you were going to say something else, but I guess we were waiting for the soundbite. So I'll do that again. Come on, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Soundbite of the I night, mean, apparently.
1: <laughs> Shin and I were talking earlier. It's like I guess it's just a different mentality. Even though they got millions of dollars, it's just doesn't it's so different than Dude, if we
0: got millions of dollars. Some some people some people are just dummies, man. They're just dummies. Yeah. Um I did like the fact that uh the team USA goalie was named Secretary of Defense on Wikipedia <laughs> after they beat after they beat the Canadians. I am a fan. Yeah, I thought that I, like was, it. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty fancy. Maddie Rooney. Maddie Rooney is her name. Five five and a buck forty-six. And, and we'll Wikipedia ass. listed her position as United States Secretary of Defense. I thought that was hilarious. By the way, she was born in nineteen ninety-seven, fellas. I had not graduated. Oh I had not graduated high school yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was, a, I was a year removed from high school I was, I was in high Yeah, I was a year removed from high
0: school in uh, 97 Good lord Yeah. Or did I say I hadn't graduated yet? No, I had graduated high school. My bad, I'm all jacked up Yeah, I'm a year, year or two out But uh, ridiculous man. I hadn't graduated yet yeah, and, and Mark hadn't, because he's 21 uh, For the 10th, 10th <laughs> Mark, 10th, Mark 10th even time. born at that point? No <laughs> Mark's so young, he still hasn't been born um look <laughs> semen stains buddy semen stains um <laughs> but uh but but in but in true sports brew fashion i love this study uh alcohol and this helps all of us believe me this god if anything helps the sports It's this study um <laughs> alcohol and extra weight could help you live past 90 A study of of the lifestyles of people who have lived until at least age 90 has revealed that drinking alcohol may help you live longer than physical activity alone. Well, that's good. We're all drinking fat asses around here. Um, (laughs) Co-principal investigator Dr. Claudia Kawas, a neurologist, says the study has found that people who drink two glasses of wine or beer per day... Reduce their chances of dying prematurely by 18%. It's a damn good deal. Kawas also noted that people who were slightly overweight but not obese were 3% less likely to die young. woo
3: <laughs> Arnold, where are you? Yes! Yes!
0: Yes, absolutely. You are right. Yes. Yes! Correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, you must be very proud of yourself. Damn right I am. I'm the party S. pooper. Hell yeah. Especially
1: since in the beer drinking department, we're above average. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, yeah, For sure, dude. For sure. There's no doubt, no doubt about that, man. No doubt about that in any capacity.
1: Always take the over. Man.
0: Always take the over. Always take the over. Uh, one of my favorite rando threads, by the way. I, eh, maybe I'll save that for next week. I don't know. Eh, nah, I'm going to break it out now. One of my rando favorite threads was this one. and It was about a guy that was in uh, jail in Thailand. He spent four years in jail, and he gets out, and he learns that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and so this thread on Reddit is pretty fantastic. Uh, Reddit user BreezyBlue uh, hot back on Reddit after four years spent in a Thailand jail. And the thread—he's a diehard sports fan, by the way—and so the thread starts. He's, like, super surprised by what's happening. He said, wow, the Warriors are really good now. Is Curry the best player in the NBA? And so people started explaining to him what's going on and he starts talking about some other stuff and he's like, oh my God, 73 wins is freaking insane. LeBron looks like he's putting in work too, but I'm surprised he'd go back to Cleveland. I took a quick look at the roster, doesn't look that good, but he's got K-Love at least. So people are just like, dude, the Cubs also won the World Series, some crazy shit went down while you were gone, edit, oh yeah, and Trump is the president, (laughs) you know, and people are just like, oh, and the Cavs won a title, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And they just go to town. Like, get, can you imagine missing four years of everything and like rolling nah. out, and that nah. the Cubs, the Eagles, you know what I mean, the the, the just that the Cubs, the Eagles, and the Cavaliers. <clears throat>
2: That's crazy. Are,
0: have won championships, just bananas. Uh, also, uh, we need to raise a glass to Roger uh, Roger Bannister. By the way, yes, uh, yes, the, good call. The first runner to break the four minute barrier in the mile. Dude, hell of a life. Uh, passed away at age 88. All right. Yes, I had that on my notes. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's legit, man. Um, that's legit. Yeah, that, that
2: dude busted his tail to be the first uh, recorded runner ever to break that four-minute mile, and that was um, absolutely tremendous.
0: I love this line. It's a quote. It's amazing that more people have climbed Mount Everest than have broken the four-minute mile, uh, Bannister said in an interview with the AP in 2012.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Have you seen the original like video of him breaking that first four-minute
0: mile? I have, but not. He, well, I could... He I,
2: basically I, collapses at the end. Like, he ran his tail off.
0: I, yeah, I have not seen it in a while. I just... Uh, well, we got to pull that up, man. Give, <laughs> give, give Bannister some dap and some love. What a life. Yeah. What a he life, was dude. Sir Bannister, which means he was knighted. Correct. He was chosen as uh, Sports Illustrated's very first sportsman of the year in 1954. He retired from competition and pursued a full-time career in neurology. How about that? As chairman of the Sports Council, between 71 and 74, he developed the first test for anabolic steroids. Quote, none of my athletics was the greatest achievement, he said. My medical work has been my achievement and my family with 14 grandchildren. Oh, my God. 14 grandchildren, buddy. Woo. Those are real achievements. Hell yeah, they were, buddy. How
2: many
0: kids did he have? It doesn't say how many kids he has, but it says he has 14 grandkids.
2: Woo,
1: buddy. Damn. Hey. Uh, speaking of lots of kids, apparently Antonio... Camardi's oh, here you go. Retired.
0: My bad. They had two sons and two daughters. So, four. All right.
2: So, four kids, 14 grandkids. Jesus.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, his se- his sperm could go the distance as well, right? Oh, my <laughs>
2: gosh. Who's, who's saying that song?
0: Mart, merp, mer. Oh, what? Cake? Oh, you mean
2: cake? Going the
0: distance? (laughs) Yes, cake. We're (laughs) going for speed. I haven't heard that song in a while. That's one from Vault. Here you go. Wake up, (laughs) Winamp.
2: Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. engines and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle Mm. for rank.
0: Burning fast on an empty tank. There you go, Ro- sir. Roger Bannister, man. Who knew you were gonna get a raise the glass of some cake going the distance, bro? Good job, man.
2: He would have liked some cake, but still.
0: Well, given that line about his life, I'd say he had his cake and he ate it too, for sure. Just not before, just probably not before running the sub four minute mile. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Jeez. that's like patino. Anyway.
0: he's going for speed <laughs> that um. is patino <laughs> <laughs> nice nice i'm a fan i'm a fan i'm a fan uh randy did you have something else you were wrapping up with or are you done sir um no i, I think i'm good uh, okay
1: you know i mean other than that we got march madness coming around the corner yep. i mean i obvi- you know obviously not for you but for mark matt and i and shannon we got baseball season getting
0: ready to start here baseball's about i, a, look, in, I, I in don't ha- i don't hate baseball it's just the season's too damn long it's like uh yeah yeah it's it's like <laughs> That's what, okay. it's, you got nba playoffs baby there we yeah. go it, H- yeah.
2: hit me with some uh nbc or nba on nbc uh
0: Oh you my got that gosh! The, uh, Do I even I have mean, that floating around anywhere?
2: starts next week.
0: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on, like for sure. And uh, I, I it just get back well, I to me. With, I'm, look, I'm look Get back to me with baseball in the last month of the season. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> when we're knee-deep in football, gotcha. What?
2: <laughs> 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 so you're wanting to go uh, Ooh, Green Day. Beautiful. Wake you
0: up when September ends.
3: I'm a man. I'm 40.
0: <laughs> and that'll me be me wrong. in a month. <laughs> yeah, you can join the club, man. You can join the club, yeah, Grabs. Yes, so I will be joining the, cl- joining the yep. club. Yep. I had, uh, I had, had uh, one kid was like, I'm going to guess your age. And I was like, go for it. And he was like, 30. And I'm like, thanks, kid. I'll take that. <laughs> and he looked at me. He was all confused. And I'm like. Keep going. 35. (laughs) Keep going. 38. Keep going. 40. And I was like, You got it. (laughs) And he looked at me like, I was like, I appreciate that. I don't know if you're trying to butter me up for something or what, but thanks.
2: (laughs) That that was one of Todd's kids who had just looked at porn on one of his uh, laptops. So.
0: I don't look. I don't know if Todd's kids are running four minute miles or going the distance or in their own way. I'm not sure, but
3: (laughs) just saying.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Todd. There's a just beware of any sock puppets you find, okay.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much.
0: Why does the Why do we always devolve into complete stupidity somewhere along the line?
4: God, for well, this podcast, always take
0: the over. Always take the over.
5: Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Uh,
0: anyway so dumb oh my god all right so roger banister man rest in peace friend rest in peace rest in peace hell of a life a life well lived for sure for sure for sure for sure yeah yeah let's get the hell out of here on the exit i do want to say a couple of things real quick number one I always love a Duke-UNC game where Duke wins. Obviously, number one, I'm a Duke fan. But number two, because all of the UNC fans I work with, suddenly, it's like they they disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle, man. They don't say anything. <clears throat> I mean, they, zero. I don't hear from them. I don't see them. I don't see any shirts. I don't hear any blue. I Nothing. Nothing. I loved that. That was a phenomenal second half from Duke. Uh, I was a little, you know, Sarah and I were watching that one, and uh, I wasn't feeling so hot after the uh, first half, but, uh, man, they stepped it up in the second. I hope that uh, I hope that uh, works out fairly well. I thought I heard something really random where, like, the winner of the second Duke-UNC game, like, they have a high percentage of making a super, super deep run in the tournament, and it was a really interesting stat. I wish I had the specifics of it, but it it, it here, the, the gist of it is that it's a good omen for Duke. Uh, to have done that. So we'll see. I hope that that's the case. My favorite part, man, absolutely, of Duke beating them is not just the victory, but it's the complete quiet. It's the <clears throat> complete quiet from all the UNC Shh, fans. Sh- Simon sh- and Garfunkel approve this message, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, the sounds of silence, man. I've come to talk with you again. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Or Sam Jackson. Or as Sam Jackson might potentially say, probably something vulgar. (laughs) And if the soundboard will load. Womp, womp. There you go. soundboard, you suck again. It got there. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, there you go. English,
3: motherfucker, do you speak it? Shut the fuck up, fat man. (laughs)
2: Apparently not. <laughs>
0: Apparently not. So there you go. There you go. And uh, one random kind of fun side note. Obviously, we talked about the Louisville-UVA U- uh, game. And I still can't believe that Louisville blew that. That's amazing oh, to me that Louisville found a way. Look. Ow. The- <sighs> Virginia. How do
2: you F that up?
0: There was a second remaining on the clock, and UVA was You're down out. by four <laughs> points. Four points. Four points. One second on the clock, and for real, you guys f that up. Dude gets fouled on the three-pointer, makes two shots. UVA is still down. All right, Louisville leads sixty-six to sixty-four with one second still on the damn clock, and then a UVA player, you know, commits a lane violation. So it's Louisville's ball, and then a Louisville player commits a violation on the inbound play, getting the ball back to Virginia. And then, it, and then you know the Who's come up, and I, I mean it's just it's just one of the most ridiculous end sequences to a game I've ever seen in my freaking life. It was so ridiculous. The next morning, I queued it up on Sports Center for Sarah, again, my wife from Charlottesville. She's a Who's fan, and I was like, Sarah, you, you just I, I can't even explain this to you. You just have to watch it. You just have to watch it. And she did, and she was like, seriously? And I was like, yeah. One of the weirdest end games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> ever. 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 When you blow a game, <laughs> leading by, when you're winning by four the second left and you blow it, it's, it's not your year, bud. Stay away from the strip clubs.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the reason I brought that up because I thought this was fantastic. There was a, a UVA fan got the handle of uh, at Wahoo's Basketball. In late in that game, he said if they find a way in this one, I'm I'm committing five thousand dollars to the um, the, mm-hmm. the Virginia Athletics fund, and he did. <coughs> he did, and he he sent out a tweet afterwards. Uh, the guy that his last name is Pittman, and he actually tweeted a copy of the receipt. From his five thousand dollar donation to the school after they made that comeback, kudos to you for a, but you know making that statement, but then backing it up. Yep. Kudos to you. So I just thought that Uh was what. Dude, you just when you're saying
2: backing it up, you're making me think of juvenile.
0: You really wanted me to drop back that ass up.
2: I'm saying, dude, we when you talk about backing it up, gotta get some juvenile four hundred (laughs) degrees.
0: <laughs> oh, Winamp, wake oh, one up. One thing that was interesting later what? in the game. Aww. What? Aww. Aww. That's too bad. That's too I bad. I got a good
2: pull, and you're. How do you fuck that up, Winamp?
0: Oh, I know why. Because I spelled. <laughs> Hold on, here you go. We're going to go YouTube. We're going to go YouTube. We you go.
5: Cash money records taking over for the nine nine in
3: the two thousand. Eh? 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 Eh?
0: Dude, back in the day, this song was fantastic. This was a lot of fun. A
3: got I'm a big yeah? pull a tricky yeah? I play
0: I can't believe the direction the end of this podcast is gone.
3: Ass, good, yeah. Lord, yeah.
0: on, Here you go, Shannon. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 wanna- I forgot how dirty this song is.
2: <laughs> I know, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Alright, you can stop there.
0: We're good. We
2: we apologize for all of the bad language.
0: Oh, yeah, sure we do. After we're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
2: Sorry
0: about sorry about the well, language. I
2: sorry about all that bullshit language.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Great. we will
3: leave you with a I can't do it. Okay, we'll it it we gotta do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks.
0: <laughs> Pretty anyway, much. Anyway. <laughs> oh, all right, gentlemen. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of
2: here. Let's roll, man. Let's roll. Whew.
0: Ah, man. I I told you, man. It's just getting back up to speed. I don't know what the hell this podcast is gonna sound like on playback. My god. Might be a bit of a mess. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Look, man, we're the Sports breed. You can find us on uh, Podbean. That's our home feed. Of course, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, the Google Play Store. Uh, Who am I forgetting? Stitcher Radio? Live
2: Caster
0: Sports. Live Caster Sports? Oh, my God. You're cut off. Yes. Jeez. (laughs) Jeez. Shannon. Come on, man. That's like... Brother, that's like word crime. Stop breaking the law, asshole! <laughs> 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 oh my god! We know who tapped that bottle. It's freaking McGuffin, buddy.
2: Yeah, he has <laughs> double fisting tonight and
0: salary crap. Yeah. Anyway, all right, man. It's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good, bro. It was fun to catch up and BS with you guys for a while. If the podcast is a little sloppy, eh, whatever. It's been a month, man. What do you want? (laughs) It's been a month. We're just chilling, just hanging out, man. Don't hate. That's
2: okay, because you're getting another one very soon after the brackets are released. Yeah, we'll
0: see see if we can rally up Sunday night. It it may be a mighty Monday. I don't remember. What we used to call it? It was Can Crush and Tuesdays. What was Monday? Well, we had Shine on Saturdays. I don't know if we ever had a nickname for Sunday. It was probably a rarity that we did Sundays. But uh, we, we might have to go Monday on that one. We'll see. But, yeah, we'll try. Monday to- or Monday. One or the other. Yeah, Sunday or Monday night. We'll see if we can pound one back out and get that flipped for some cheap entertainment along the way. But, uh, anyway, look, we're the Sports Brew man. Keyword, sports and brew. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, you know. If not, I don't know take it, take a shot, man, maybe you need that, then you probably will enjoy it because we sure as hell did uh anyway we'll we will catch you on the flip side until next time, friends, uh stay safe, enjoy your beverages, and uh yeah, you know, have a good time, man, have a good time uh whatever whatever the sports world brings to you, man, soak it in, suck it up. Have a little fun, and I guess that means I need to go watch the closing ceremonies from Chang. <laughs> I guess that means I need to do that. Unlike Bill O'Reilly today, and we will leave live. you with a not live.
3: I can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> okay. We'll, no, we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks.
0: Damn right, Bill. Damn right. Thanks, nice, Bill. That's right. Anyway, all right guys, go get some rest. Kitchen the flip side, man. From all of us at the Sports room to all of you, peace out. Until next time, friends. Late.
2: LiveSportsCaster.com. There we go.
0: There it is. <laughs> I I'm glad that you could finally enunciate that, friend. <laughs> way way to go. Way to go. I had to think about it.
4: <laughs> oh, baby.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. Actually, let's let's be accurate. Shannon went full buck cherry, man. He's lit up, brother. But on that note, from us at the sports brew, it's in sync time, man. <laughs> oh. Gotta hate to, I hate to end on that. This is uh this is Whitfield's other ice skating song.
5: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: Are you trying to give people nightmares? (laughs) Oh,
0: that's pretty fantastic. All All right, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. All right, man. Catch you on the flip side. Late. See you, dude. Peace.